This is a Fubar Radio podcast. Go to fubarradio.com for more details. Ian Boldsworth on Fubar Radio. Straight. Hello, welcome to the show. It's started now. Got guests on it and everything. It's the holiday season. I think that I've actually, I presume today's show would be all right. It will be. Yeah, no, but I think I've not, I presume it's going to be all right, so I've not thought about it. Oh, it's going to be great. Shot myself in the foot, mate. Mm. I also want a wee. I've not had a wee. Anyway, coming up on the show today, we have, uh, first guest is Tyler Sky. Tyler Sky, she does a lot on YouTube and stuff. I became aware of her, I'll I'll tell you all that Mm. when when she's here. Yeah, but she's ace. She's in in a bit. Also coming up on the show today, Miles Hunt from The Wonder Stuff will be joining us again, friend of the show. Your mate. But my best friend. Yeah. That's nice, isn't it? That my best friend is gonna gonna be on the show. Miles Hunt, lead singer of the Wonder Stuff. Also, my um no not second, third, no, no, hang on. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Yeah. 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, okay, 22. What? Hang on, hang on. Oh, hang on. 22, you're on. No, 22. Okay, that's 22. 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29. 29th. Also, my 29th best friend, Barry Dodds. Yeah. Um, can you give us a call, mate? I know you're busy today, but we need to do a Christmas message and we'll, we'll do it straight off the bat. <laughs> on Fubar Radio. Hiya. Welcome to the show. How are you, Natalie, today? I'm very well, thank you, Ian. How you've are you? You've been quite bubbly, I've found. I've been here about half an hour. You've been quite bubbly. I think oh. you've been quite bubbly today. Bubbly? What does that mean? I don't know, just bubbly. You've been a bit bubbly. In a good mood? Yeah, you seem you seem up for it. I am up for it today, yeah. actually. We've been laughing at Jacob, haven't we? Yeah. Because Jacob, um, the... What is he? The boy's supposed to be the assistant producer. Jacob, the boy who's supposed to be the assistant producer, has mm. turned up today dressed as a burglar. Yeah, but like a French burglar. He looks quite French at the same time. No, I, I can see what you're getting mixed up with. Mm. Um, that is a traditional, stereotypical French look he's gone with, but he's not got a berry on. Oh, no. If he had a berry on, then it yeah, be, I would yeah. agree with that. Yeah. But he's gone. But he is just a stereotypical burglar. I don't think you have to worry about the French bit. Okay. He is literally just in a stripy black shirt with a beanie hat on, just creeping around... Like like Nosferatu, like yeah. it, like he does generally like speaking. Days, yeah, 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 he does. Yeah, and he's look and he's very cheerful, and that's bothering me. Well, it means that something's going to happen. I would imagine that often it's a horrible image, but often before like school shootings and that sort of thing, that the perpetrators are quite cheerful. Like like do you know what I mean? Like mm, that. Yeah. That they're probably like a bit cocksure of themselves, wandering about before they commit this horrific act, and that's the feeling I'm getting off Jacob today. Is he's being overtly cheerful with with dead eyes yeah there's something going on should we scan him for anything no i'm, I'm prepared to meet my fate if that's okay. what it comes down to but it will be us two first well you know, we, we can't escape this room there's no fire exit in here but then we might be top billing on the news when they oh, report that's true. it so, yeah, about him silver lining. i mean they're going to struggle with his name anyway aren't they straight <laughs> off the bat can imagine this, yeah. john Humphreys or that's the first yeah. news reader i thought of yeah john john, john Humphreys trying to st- pronounce his name and trying yeah. to just I can imagine them being on the news and the picture of Jacob coming up after he's committed his atrocity and then it just cut him back to John Humphreys he's just like staring at the picture 
Yeah. Just going, that's not a real bloke. That's not a real bloke. And then he'll go, like, that's not, that's not really a name this is a ju- this is, We've been wound up here. That's yeah. not happened. He's not... So, it just looks like a traditional criminal. Yeah, but that means that we'll get off top billing on the news because no one will be able to pronounce his name. So if it's going to happen. I want to be on news top at the top of the hour. Okay, how Australia. about that? How about this for radical? Right outside the box, radical. Mm-hmm. Why don't we kill him first? Okay, well, I think that's for better. Christmas. Oh, a Christmas special. Yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> it's Christmas coming up. Let's say we're opening or, the show. Or whatever you celebrate, it's the holiday season coming up, right? Why don't we? Right. Okay. At the end of the show, or even before, if we feel we have to. Mm. Why don't we just, like, kill Jacob? Okay, well, let's pretend like it's a show advent calendar and behind the door of number 19, is it today? If you're listening to us, he's not got a big bag with swag written on it. No, Joe, who's just tweeted us. Um, no, he's not got that. I actually checked under his desk for that, and he's not. He's just got um, his normal... Uh, I don't mean to be offensive by this, but his normal gay satchel. He, oh, he's got a satchel. Yeah, he does have a satchel. That thing that I he's got. I don't think it's gay, but... Um, the advent calendar is a good idea. Could the people who are in the office next door... I know you sometimes listen to it. They are listening. Um, if you're listening, could you construct us an advent calendar and bring it through, and behind every door there is a weapon? <laughs> and what we'll do um, is we, we will attempt to see him off with every... But make them a bit imaginative, like, you know, rubber chicken, that sort of thing, oh, but, yeah, and we'll yeah, see yeah. what we can do to try and kill Jacob. Some love beads. Yeah. And then, unlike on, on today's day, just whack a gun there. No, no, I don't want it. That's not the way I want to go out. No, just so we know we've got it as backup. Oh, okay. I'm making light of this, but I was involved in... Um, uh, I'll tell you about it in a minute. Okay, well, that's teasing ahead, isn't um, it? Yeah, I was involved in um, an attempted stabbing at the weekend. The Wonder Stuff, 30 Goes Around the Sun. That's the title track from their album from this year. Mm-hmm. Just telling you that just then, rapidly becoming one of my favourite albums. Excellent. Really like it. Also, just telling you just then, the promo copy I got of it through the station is uh, faulty. Well, I just got sent it. I didn't, I didn't scratch it. Just saying. I didn't, didn't deface it, did it, myself? I can say that I'm just saying, can't I? Okay, yeah. And that's what I'm just saying. Okay. I've got an announcement to make as well about... Oh. Actually, I could maybe speak to Miles about it. Because I bought the vinyl myself. Yes. Yeah, I should speak to him about but it. But I, want, you know, I want them on MP3 as well, so I'm playing in the car. Because okay. I haven't got a record player in the car. Um, I had a request for you to play. Um, anus... Why are, you, why are you saying it with your eyes wide open? Fund, I'm trying to remember. Anus Thunderfuck. No, Alaska Thunderfuck. His oh. song's called Anus. Right. It's from Connor Wallace, please. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. Why's Connor asking about... Oh, yeah, he's gay, isn't he? Tweeted me and asked if he um, play it. It's, it's all right, actually. I mean, whilst I applaud Connor in, you know, coming out and, and being, a, you know, a, a prominent gay man... Yes. <laughs> that, ...that he is now... Yeah. I think you're now taking it too far the other way, Connor. Well, you haven't heard it, have If you? you're just sending us a song and saying, please play this, it's called Anus... Well, look, I, th- I quite like it. I listened to it this morning. I thought, I had a little chuckle. I was like, this is quite a good song. All right, fine. If you, en- we'll you, en- if you enjoyed it, then, I that, did enjoy that's, it. then that's my mind made up. If you enjoyed it, my mind's made up. I've got a very quick announcement to make as well. Um, my missus um, is the best colourer. Okay. She just sent me a message saying, can you tell everybody that I'm the best colourer? Of hair? I wish it was just that. It's... I bought her a Doctor Seuss colouring book. She's, she's really low at the moment, my missus. Yeah. Which is understandable. And um, she, uh, I bought her a Doctor Seuss colouring book in Sainsbury's the other day and some colouring pencils and she's been colouring it in. So, um, yeah. Well, well, well done, Joe. She would like to hear Alaska Thunderthug. That would cheer her up, possibly. I'm not sure that it definitely would. I don't know. Chance, but um, Barry Dodds, by the way, my 29th best friend. Oh, yes, yeah. Is, uh, <laughs> is sighing on the line as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, right. yeah, not bad, mate. How are you? Yeah, not bad. Good. Now Barry is starting his chemo today. He's very, very ill. 
is going into. Well, he, he said he was going to the hospital. I wasn't really listening. I presume yes. it's chemo. He smokes a lot. What was what was it you were telling me you're going doing? Uh, I'm having some blood tests. Today. I'm having a blood test. I'm having a blood oh, test. Oh, okay. It. Yeah, it. and an ECG. ECG as well. Oh. So we're all we're all hilariously looking forward to the outcome of that. Happy Christmas, Barry. It's be, Barry, you've got the fastest pulse ever recorded in human history. You might have nice blood, <laughs> Have you done anything stressful in the last three weeks? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Um, now, I wanted to speak to Barry. Um, good luck at the doctors, yeah, Barry. Yeah, good luck, yeah. Cheers. Before we go any further, I'm sure you'll be fine. Have you eaten anything yeah. yet? No. How long since you last ate something? Um, oh, would have been last night, uh, mm. seven o'clock ish. He sent me loads of, loads of texts last night, really grumpy texts. He's probably hungry. Yeah, no, he was saying that. He, do you know what? He, he might have mentioned that he was hungry. What type of blood have you got, Barry? <laughs> don't, Barry, don't even answer no, that. No, I'm interested. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh. What type of blood have you got? Some of the, what's the rare one? AB negative. Right, is that one? Yeah. Just say you're that one. Okay, I'm interested. Yeah, that one, Barry? I have no idea what, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, just say, yeah, that one. Yeah. Um, right, so I thought, because Barry is um, increasingly becoming a man of the people. Yeah. Not a great one, but he still is one. And I thought what would be nice is if Barry did us a Christmas message. I think we should have three Christmas messages today on this mm -hmm. show. Mm -hmm. I think that Barry should give us one. I think that Adam should give us one, because yeah. Adam is soon to be departing these shores, and I want to get as much of Adam as I can. Yeah. Not like that. Don't come no, running through. And uh, I think Jacob should do us a Christmas message as well. I mean, I'm like two of those options. <laughs> So. But you've got you've got to cover all sorts of people, haven't you? So what are Jacob's people? We could have t two idiots and a nice bloke. Is <laughs> what we could do. I was working out which one. Was. Oh, I'm yeah. not saying. What am I? I'm not committing either way, Barry. I'm not committing either way. All right. Um, and thanks for calling us, by the way, because it's difficult for me to find your number on my phone. I do. <laughs> genuinely, Barry's genuinely upset because he's not on my favourites on my phone. Oh, what right. put me in favourites on his bloody on the little. Starting on your iPhone, can you, can you, can you put me in that? Can you verify he's not on my favourites? Just so there no, go. there's no, there are a lot of other people there, but not you. Yeah. What have we got? What have we got? Yeah, we've got, we've got Joe, Joe, Brian. Oh no, it's Martin O'Brien. Martin O'Brien. Yeah. Um, Mum. Yeah. Dad and Mum again. Yeah, my mum's on <laughs> twice, mate. <laughs> what? I've got my mum on my favourites twice, but no, you. It's unbelievable. Um, I think it's because you're getting so... only did one podcast extra. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's because you're getting so upset about it is the reason that I'm holding steady on it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, what Jacob's are you Jacob's he's, he's, he's tweeting as himself again. Because he did that the other night on Twitter when someone's tweeting you about Jacob's got banging oh, questions. Oh, I see. So Jacob's so doing, doing self-promotion on it. He does yeah. indeed have a lot of swag, he's replied. It's really okay, well annoying. then if, ja if Jacob's self-promoting on yeah, the show... Can, I can't even talk. If Jacob's self-promoting on the show, mm -hmm. Barry, do you want to do any self-promotion? Parapod. Yeah. <laughs> what an, what excellent promotion that was. <laughs> I would imagine the donations will go through the roof within the next hour. <laughs> I'm trying to think what else I've got. Parapod. Um, Have you got a new one coming out that you'd like to promote? Do you want to promote? Uh, yeah, January. Uh, January the... When is it? Well, uh, I'd like to hear you tell me. It's the 18th. Right. And what's on this episode of the Parapod? Uh, it's uh, top secret at the moment. Okay. Why is it? Uh, no, no, actually, no, do you know what, mate? As the producer of the show, I'm going to give you permission to tell us what's going to be on that episode of the Parapod, because I'm sure you've got it all planned ahead, so um, you don't have to keep it top secret, mate. Let's hear, let's hear what's going to be on. Mm. 
Well, it'll be about conspiracies. It'll be um, about conspiracies. Yeah, no, but you're gonna you're probably gonna do a specific one, aren't you? Because you, that's what you normally do in the PowerPoint. You do a specific that's thing. Under wraps at the moment. No, 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 no. Um, I've just told you, mate. I'm the producer, so I'm, I'm giving you I'm giving you permission to reveal it. It'd be a ni- nice little Christmas treat to reveal to people what you're going to be talking about on the first episode of Parapod Conspiracies, which is on the 18th of January. Mm. Which one do you want to do? What? <laughs> I don't know it's yet. Not, it's not up to me, mate. I've got, got a couple ready. What have you got ready? Sort of. What have you got ready? Moon landings. The moon landings, have you? You got that ready? Yeah. You, and you said a couple. What's the other one? What's the other one I looked at? Um... <laughs> 18th of January, Barry, it starts, which means that we need to record it. I mean, we were meant to record it before Christmas, if you recall. We were meant to do two before Christmas to cover your stupid holiday to a haunted house. But we've not recorded any of them, so we need to start recording sort of like... Yeah, that, that's both our fault. Why? Because both have been busy. I, I would have found time for it. I released an entire series of podcasts last week with a mental podcast. Oh, oh, that's why, yeah, because you were busy doing that then. Oh, um, yeah, then we, we are just on so the Barry's, going Barry's This using, is like getting an appraisal at work. Barry's using mental health he issues against why? against me. He's mm. saying, "Oh yeah, no, we couldn't do the, the other work, the funny work, what because is, yeah. you were too busy being mental what? over he's there." Saying the paranormal is <laughs> way more important than mental health. I think that's what. He's no, he said it's less important, but he's using it as an excuse. Right, he's, he's going, "Yeah, I oh, know we can't do it because Ian was doing his little vanity." Yeah. Project. No, I, no, I am not saying that at all. I've never said anything of the sort. Just think it's a bit harsh for you to say that, but anyway, um, your Christmas message, Barry. I think we're all. And right. I've got a couple of uh, Blu-rays if anybody wants them. I'm trying to sell them. Of what? So, what wait, wait. Are you promote? <laughs> are you promoting your eBay listings? Well, it's not an eBay listing anymore because eBay have took it off. What is it? They said it was promoting violent material. <laughs> <laughs> What's the film? What were you pro- uh, what were you selling, mate? Are you trying to sell snuff films on eBay again? No, 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 no it's not snuff films. It's out. It's you know, it's legal. Film. What is it? Uh, it's called Necromantic One and Two oh Arrow box set version, limited to two thousand. Very hard to get. Well, I'm not surprised if the internet takes it down. This is the Babadook all over again. What um what happened? Why why was it why has it been taken down? I have no idea. Well, I've no I, I idea. presume you've watched it. it. Have you watched it? Ages ago, but I got it to sell. What does it sound like, it Necro? It sounds a bit iffy. What's it about, Barry? Yeah. It's about a couple of sex with a corpse. Right, yeah, right. yeah I, There we go. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. again, is it legal, this film? Has it actually got a certificate? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. BBFC certified, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Can I find it on Netflix? Totally legit. It's what? Probably not. Totally legit, okay. Mm. Yeah, um, illegal. So where, where are you selling this uh, illegal material? It's not legal. Well, if eBay won't list it, you have to presume there's something wrong with it. So, all right, where are you listing this eBay banned material that you're so, you're so anxious to shift before Christmas? Well, I tried it on eBay and they took it off. Yeah, mm. I, I think we've established that in Act 1. So now, as we move into Act 2, can you tell us what, what, where are you selling it? What do you mean? Well, where apart from eBay? What? Why are you saying, if anybody wants this, I'm trying to shift no, it, and then refusing it to tell oh, us uh, where you're selling yeah. it? He's selling it now. Oh, sorry, I, I just need to send a message on Twitter. Uh, send Barry a message on Twitter. If you want to buy it. Watch your Twitter, because I've took you off mine. <laughs> 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 at, what is it? Uh, uh, at B Dodds. Uh, 
Uh, Barry underscore Dobbs. Why don't you want the films then if they're so good, one and two, and they're in pristine condition? You know what Barry's I've, like. I've never, said, I've never said they're good. I just got them to sell on because they were limited and normally you can make money on these you things. You know what Barry's like. He, he gives a violent film one chance to make him horny and if he doesn't, then he, he <laughs> gets, gets rid of it. Yeah, if he can't not one out to a film like that, then he's not interested he's in, in keeping it. Yeah. Um, one of the reasons he had a... He had, I mean, it's kind of, this is girl talk, this I shouldn't really tell you. No, tell me. But um, he had a long run of violent films that he just literally couldn't even get hard to. Oh, and then uh, And then just bought a cat <laughs> really, the cat was quite violent as well, so. no, he just bought a cat and tried uh, something new and, <laughs> and now he's uh, and now he's ended up in hospital yeah, so Barry <laughs> I'll have the fucking police on my door after the cat today Barry what do you see, do you see the picture did you see what picture do you know what it, was it your cat on a piece of string what? Yeah. I genuinely, this is honest to God truth, I thought about that on the train on the way down and genuinely thought I'd dreamt it. Excuse me, I'm going to find this photo. Is no, it's, is, it, is it on Twitter or anything like that? No, 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 I'll just send it I've to got you. It, I'll show you okay, in a bit. I'd like to see it. It's a cat um, on string. Yeah, he, he had his cat out the window on a piece of string. <gasps> He's trying to no, hang it, hang it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hang, hang on, Barry. No, 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 Let me just turn you down for a second. What? Um, yeah, he was trying to hang his cat out the window with a piece of string. Oh, no. He's no. going to say the cat had some issues and did it himself. What happened, Barry? No, what happened was, because I've been letting the cat out and she, she jumped into a neighbour's garden the other day and it, I was terror, it scared the life out of me. So I was like, right, well, we need to get you used to being outside. So I've got a little harness for her uh, with a lead, but obviously the lead's not long enough. So I just got a load of string, tied one end to the table leg in the kitchen, tied the other to the harness, like measured a load out so she can go to the bottom of the garden. Jacob, like, right, Jacob, while you you're on... Then. Just hang on a sec, Barry. Jacob, while you're on Twitter there, mate, can you just put a tweet out just with the uh, NSPCA? Mm. Just, just where people no, can... No, no, no. Just no. where people can get in touch with the NSPCA if, if, if they feel... Been, no, yeah. right. no, if they feel fine, that I've this is inappropriate. Yeah, if they've been affected no. by anything they've heard yeah, today. Yeah, that, just get that. Jacob, if you've been affected by anything that Barry Dodds has said today, yeah, here's yeah, the NSPCA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jacob, don't do that because there's loads of fucking knobheads on Twitter who will actually go and do that. <laughs> you know what? If you do that, I guarantee, promise you now, you get blocked regardless of who you are. Do that, get blocked. Look at, look at, look at this. <laughs> Somebody's been watching Trump Donald Trump's Trump speeches, haven't they? <laughs> You're going to build a wall around your Twitter, mate. Oh, yeah, yeah, big boy now, aren't you? So go on, you were just hanging your cat out of the window on a piece of string. That's where you were up no, to. No, so... So she um, she wandered out into the garden. So she's walking around right with this bit of string on. Like the neighbours laughing at us. Like like, are oh, you walking your cat? I'm like, no, she's tied to the table. And then that doesn't sound bad at all, does it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, mate, mate. As quotes in your defence go, I think you're going to struggle in court with that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's, honestly, it's it's more safe this way. I'm letting her get used to the garden. She's having wonder about. Are you taking the cat for a walk? No, she's tied to a table. I rest my case, Your Honour. It doesn't sound good, I've checked this out with the top animal psychologist as well, who's confirmed that it's all right, so I've checked. Right, who's that? Was Um, that Karen? Karen Wilde? Karen, yeah. You know she deals mainly with dogs, right? Yeah, but same sort of... Same thing, isn't it? Yeah, same amount of legs. Same amount of legs, mate, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Uh, But she knows what she's talking about, and she was like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Um... (laughs) But then it came she, to she probably couldn't in. be asked listening to you. She's probably like, yeah, whatever, Barry, yeah. I'm busy. I've got a career. <laughs> <laughs> so, it came to getting her in, and she did not want to come in. So I'm, like, pulling the string, like, come here. And in the end, she just lay down on the grass. Right, and then did you just, just drag her? There. Did you drag her to the she house? 
Well, I had to, like, pull oh. her along. It looked like I was pulling a dead cat. I was like, this If was only there was a way you could leave the house and go and get her. I did in the end. Oh, I'd have perhaps started at the beginning with that, mm. rather than trying to pull a cat by its neck through a window. Oh, no, 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 it's not through its neck. It's like a, it's a whole body harness. Oh, God. Nothing sounds... This is not improving it at all. <laughs> Why couldn't you just leave the cat outside for a bit? I wanted to be free. Because it'll jump into next door's garden and it mm. ran into the kitchen the other day as well. And it's like... Yeah, but Barry, trying to escape. But the, <laughs> I spent a fortune on this. Barry, the answer, is, the answer isn't tie them up with string. I don't believe that a top animal psychologist said to you, yes, if your cat is running around, tie it up with string. <laughs> I don't believe that. No, no, it was tied to a harness so she can go out and have a look around, but she can't jump over the fence. Why have you got a harness and not a lead, though? I have got a lead. Why don't you just use a lead, then? Have you ever tried walking a cat? No, I've not, Barry, because I'm, I'm certified sane. <laughs> it's nigh on impossible. Hmm. Yeah, and... But nobody's questioning that, mate. It, but you've been trying to do it today. Yeah, so I've put a long bit of string so she can sort of walk herself without getting into any danger. I'd say she could walk herself without string, probably, but she's got legs. Yeah, but then, yeah, then she'll be away. I don't want to say this is my answer to everything, but again, thinking outside the box, as we were earlier with, with Jacob, have you mm. thought about just killing the cat? No, don't do that. <laughs> don't do I, that. I don't think you can look after it, so I think you might as well just kill it. Or, or I think give I love it away. Her too much. You what? No, I think I love her too much. Oh, God. It's no, like, none I've of this sounds like, good in court. That was, that was beautiful. Oh. I think I love her too much. I love but that I you. I love that you were considering murdering a cat, and you were like, "No, do you know what? I think I love her too much yeah. to murder her." No, I've <laughs> no, I've never, I've never considered killing her. But I've had cats in the past, right? Oh my and, god! Uh, oh my god! My mates have got them now. My mum's got one. Alive or dead? Yeah, um, stuffed. Stuffed or alive? <laughs> <laughs> Are you hiding evidence at your mum's house? <laughs> They're both alive. They're both alive as well. Is there a room in your mum's house that's just full of magic trees? <laughs> and a mysterious <laughs> package in the corner <laughs> that no one's allowed in? Fucking hell, that's And do your parents regularly go, they'll find that when we're dead? <laughs> <laughs> is that what's happening there, mate? Festive, no, no, no. Yeah. festive death Yeah, your talk. Christmas message so far, mate, isn't very festive. Also, an update on your necromantic oh, thing. Oh, sorry. It's been, uh, you can watch it on YouTube, so save yourself a few quid, says Jay Barker. Yes, yeah, there we Don't go. buy it. Jay Barker's just done the cut, you mate. Uh, no, I think it's a uh, cut version. Wow. Well, and uh, this, is like like this is this is a, a restored special edition. If you're that into it, yeah, to be give, honest, given what Jay's just like told us he's watched on it, which yeah. is, he's just seen a clip of, well, basically, of somebody. Assaulting a dead body with a metal pipe, um, and you're saying no, but I've got oh, the high definition version Sorry. of it. Mental pipe, not metal pipe. <laughs> mental pipe. Don't know. Barry, can you do your Christmas message? I'm going to put some uh, a bed on for you. Hang on. Right here we go. It's that time of year again where we do Barry does his Christmas message. You've heard from him already about his animal cruelty, in my opinion. But that's no. Not, no in my opinion, no. I'm allowed an opinion, Barry. And now we're going to hear from Barry himself, who's going to deliver his Christmas message to the nation. Uh, Barry, in your own time. Just don't be a dick. That, that is it. <laughs> right, and... Like, you've sort of got three minutes here, mate, so... <laughs> <laughs> um, watch what you do. Right, don't, don't drink and drive. That's daft. That's good. Um, That's daft. 
advice. <laughs> You're right, Barry. It is daft. Just if you go out, just don't be an arsehole. Every and yeah, don't be an arsehole. Give some money to, to people on the street because they've got it harder than anyone else because they're lonely and it's cold. Um, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Right, back in, Barry. Back in. <laughs> um, what else? What should you do at Christmas? Um, just be nice. Yeah. Yeah. Still got that, that. still got a minute and a half yet, mate, of your speech. I've got a minute and a half. Sorry mate, I was I'm just breaking up your speech. Go on. Okay. If you are struggling for gift ideas, why not pop on Twitter? Barry <laughs> underscore Dodd. Do you have a horror fan? <laughs> If yeah, you like, yeah. you possibly want a box set. Arrow video, really hard to get. I think they're 70 quid on um, Amazon. Uh, well, they're on YouTube. Uh, Barry, Barry, speaking of presents, by the way. Yeah. Have you got me anything for Christmas? Uh, no. No, oh, yeah. okay, fine. Should we just not get each other anything? Should we do that? Should we just make it easier? Oh, that was quick. Why don't you have <laughs> I don't want that. One I don't want two. it. I don't want it. I don't want it. Um, yeah, because I know you're, yeah. like, for your family and stuff, you're sort of struggling to buy presents at the moment, so I don't want to answer that. Um, no, it's just a case of you're impossible to buy for. Oh. In- impossible? What, do I own it's everything a, in the world? Pretty, you own pretty much everything you want. Okay, that's true. You can buy <laughs> I know some... that. I picked up a life-size R2-D2 from a serial killer in Stockton. <laughs> so, yeah. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lovely Christmas message. Mm. Um, uh, yeah, I'm happy to do that, mate, because it's like... It, uh, I'm happy to buy you a present, I just don't want to add to the fuss of it. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not really... I've just moved out. It's about a fortune. Oh, OK. Just... okay. You mean you could have hummed in hard a bit more about it, but... Right. I'll make you something. That'd be nicer. Yeah. Barry, given that you just told me that you've got your cats on a bit of string outside and that you're trying to shift illegal horror films, I don't want you it's to make illegal. me anything. Because I won't know that there's not body parts in it. That your Christmas message? Is that the end of it? Don't be a dick. Give money to the homeless and buy my torture porn. <laughs> Is that your Christmas message? Yeah, that'll do. Barry Dodgers, Christmas message. Thank you, mate. Good luck at the doctors. See you later. Why are you there? Have your prostate done? Because you're getting towards 40 now. Just, just ask them for it. Another thing we've spoken about too much recently. <laughs> what? Right. We spoke about prostate. We've not. We've talked loads about getting a finger up your ass. Oh, okay. What? When? Tell me more about phone. this. Oh, right. Okay. I don't think we have, mate. When? Who else was I talking to? Oh. That? <laughs> <laughs> Speak to you later, mate. See you later. Bye. I feel we've gone too early. This should have been the boxing day. Not mentioned finger up the arse oh, at all. Chatting to somebody about it. Also, the next show is the Boxing Day one. What a lovely Christmas message that would have been for. I'll boxing get him to day. write one for then. Yeah. Come on, we need to get a move on. Oh, good. You've got this. You've got the proper version. Great. Yes. Okay. Right. We're back in a moment with Tyler. Uh, with Tyler. Ty- because you've been saying Talia all day. There you go, Jacob. That was Sparks with Amateur Hour. What I asked you to do the last time I was in the studio and you did it all wrong. That's the actual... That's what I wanted, is that. 
Did you, did you hear that? What, no, he just what said, did he say? He just said namaste through the headphones. I mean, he's terrifying. That's actually creepy. <laughs> he's terrifying. He genuinely is. Just the last and now he's on you. the phone laughing oh, and gosh. giggling. Dude. Oh, he terrifies me. Anyway, mm. we're joining the studio now with uh, uh, Tyler Sky. Hello. Hello, how are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm all right. I'm not bad at all. Um, now, I'm going to... What are you doing, Nat? Putting our mic up. Is that better? Or? It's not your fault, Tyler. Don't worry about it. I, I said too. I know, but the way you did it just then. Well, I wanted it to be on mic. This is the other thing, Tyler. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be right back to you. Okay. Um, this is the other thing as well. Mm. Is that, and I've always complained about this at Football, mm-hmm. but it's stupid. Um, on the sliders on the yeah. desk, right? The faders, sliders, I call whatever you want to call them. Faders. You have presenter, then you mm-hmm. have one, two, three. Yeah. I would argue that the first one should be one. Well, no, and if you say your... two, I would automatically go to the second one. I no, wouldn't automatically go to the third one well, when you say two. That's, that's like, so I think, I think we should peel this, this off. No, we we're should... not peeling it off. No, we should peel <laughs> it off, and then Jacob no. can be in charge of putting a new one on. I mean, that will All never right. get done. Don't pit off oh, a fuck. Right. Oh, what? No, 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 because Let's Sarah that needs that later. So what you're now doing is vandalising the studio. I'm not vandalising anything. All I'm doing is Tyler. making a little tear. Tyler, Tyler knows. <laughs> there he is. Right, there we go. Jacob, you want to go in that alley that the studio is no, being trashed? <laughs> now I've got it right now. So I've got one, two, oh. three, and then present the at the end. That's just for me because no, I'm near no. it. Okay, all right. It's fine. Sorry, sorry, sorry Tyler. Tyler. Sorry, sorry. Right? Uh, back with you. Now, I'll tell you, I first became aware of you um, when we did some Red Dwarf screenings. Yeah. So I work on Red Dwarf. Yeah. And uh, I hosted some screenings in London. And I saw you were quite ubiquitous, like commenting on them and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I, um, I can't remember what it was you said, but I clicked on your uh, YouTube thing mm-hmm. and thought it was amazing. Like oh. I genuinely did. Oh. And I think you were after some merch, so I got you that merch. Yeah. Well, I wasn't after. Oh, hold on. You were. You were after wasn't it. After it, you just you offered it. It to was me. pathetic. Oh, okay. It was. You would. <laughs> <laughs> you, were, you were online just like begging for free stuff, yeah. and I was like, okay, well, you know, Fair she's, enough, she's yeah. been ill, so I'll, I'll send it to her. <laughs> thanks, thanks. Yeah, it's all right, you're Fine. welcome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm going to also forewarn you, I'm very squeamish. Really? Yeah, I am, yeah, very mm, squeamish. I'm not now. I used to be, but I've had to not be now. Why? So, well, I mean, how graphic can I go? You can go as graphic, you can go as, graphic like, as you yeah. want. Okay. But I might, you might find me like zoning out and putting my iPhone headphones on. That's no, <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm interested. Tell, tell, tell me. Tell Nat. Be, please, be as well, but don't know anything about feet because you can't learn anything about feet. Really? Well, just yeah. toes. I don't really like. Toes. Oh, oh, like it's nothing toes. to do with toes. Okay, cool. Do you know what I, I did? I did like the other year is I, I, um, I badly damaged my toenail. It eventually just Ooh. dropped off about six months later because the other one grew underneath it. Do you know what? Toe, toenails are the one thing I'm a bit dodgy about. Yes. It used to be the same for me, yes, but now, yes, now yes. The, there you go. Interestingly, now I can deal with it a bit more oh. since it actually happened. Well, yeah. There yeah. we go. That happened yeah. to me, yeah. Um, I made Nat eat it. I tried no, to get her to eat I it. I did not end. eat. In the end. I did not eat a toe or a toenail. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to point that out there. So go on, tell, tell us your story. Okay, so I uh, have Crohn's disease. Yeah. I was diagnosed in 2009. Yeah. And I, being stupid, completely ignored all my symptoms. So I just kind of said, oh, it'll go away. It's a tummy bug. What whatever. were the symptoms? So um, I lost a lot of weight. That yeah. was like the first one. And I thought, oh, I'm sure I'm just growing up and getting older. It's, I'm losing my puppy fat. You know, it's yeah, just yeah, a natural yeah. thing. But it wasn't. Um, so I started getting abdominal pain, which I ignored, which, again, was stupid. Um, I uh, started losing blood when I went mm-hmm. to the toilet. Again, another big indicator that something's not quite right. But yeah, yeah. again, it was like, oh, I'm sure it'd be fine. It'll yeah. go away. So um, eventually, um, this was all at university. And then I went home and my mum like basically took one look at me. and was like, yeah, something's not quite right here. So she kind of dragged me to the doctors. And um, basically there and then I was pretty much there diagnosed with Crohn's disease, yeah. um, which is a, an inflammatory bowel disease. So my body, it's, a, it's an autoimmune disease where the body attacks 
itself, so yeah. the digestive system. And um, it sucked, <laughs> for a, a, a massively sucked. Um, and they diagnosed me, they put me on a load of medication, um, but it was pretty much too late to kind of save my bowel. It had become so damaged because I kept ignoring the symptoms and like, putting it off going to the doctors that it just kept worse and worse and worse. So uh, eventually I had a lot of tests and one of them was a colonoscopy. Mm-hmm. But that ended up going, well, it ended up perforating my colon. Oh. Yeah, not great. Not okay, ideal. It's all right. We're okay. I'm going to eat a better biscuit. Okay, <laughs> okay. sorry. sorry. No, you're fine, you're fine. fine. <laughs> so, um, because of that perforation. I was... oh, weirdly, I don't feel like a biscuit at the moment. <laughs> I just picked do. it up and I went, do you know what? I don't want to eat something no, at the moment. Maybe want to pop it down, yeah. I'll, I'll do water. I'll do, I'll do a water and coffee. Yeah. Coffee junk. That's okay. Good. That's right, good. okay. So, um, because of the perforation, I was then septic, so I was very, very poorly. Yeah. And um, medication was definitely not going to be able to treat that. You know, it was a hole in my colon. So yeah. I had to have surgery. So I ended up having part of the bowel removed and an ileostomy bag and then another bag as well. So okay. I had two bags. And yeah. I woke up after surgery like in a bit of a panic, thinking, oh, my God, what's going on? I mean, I knew what was going to happen, but... I was so out of it at that point with sepsis that I didn't really know what to expect when I woke up after surgery. And sepsis can see you off, can't it? That oh, can yeah, be, yeah, it's, it's, it's like ultra serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I didn't really know much about it. I didn't <coughs> know much about Crohn's disease. I didn't know much about sepsis. So I didn't know how bad I was until... But that's one of the issues, isn't it? That's why I genuinely applaud you. That's why I was sort of so taken with you is that because, because of the nature of what it is... Because of where it is and yeah. what it is, and and kind of, and also partly to do with sort of jokes over the years and that oh, sort yeah. of thing about you know sort of about colostomy bags, mm, they'd say you yeah, know, yeah. Um, uh, I think partly to do that, it's sort of it's made it dangerously unknown about, yeah, because it's made it dangerously taboo in in a not taboo that's the wrong word stigmatized, yeah, you know, a big the, stig- yeah. Yeah, yeah, huge yeah. stigma, mm-hmm. and especially around it's bladder and bowel, yeah, like both of those. There's such a there's people make so many jokes about it, and yeah. then people are then nervous to come forward or even just approach their doctor to talk yeah. about it there's just so much embarrassment around it which is one of the reasons why I didn't I was embarrassed it yeah, was one yeah, of those yeah. things that I didn't want to talk to a doctor about it mm. I mean I know I should have yeah and um, even talk to like my mum about it I couldn't do it because okay. I just felt a bit it was just one of those things how, so, old you, how old were you then I was 24 okay and how old are you now 30 okay all right so I was you know thinking that an ostomy wouldn't affect someone young like I didn't yeah, think yeah, yeah. it was one of those options when it you know that's what I ended up with yeah um but there's always this this assumption that it's only old people yeah with a with a bag and it's actually it can affect a lot of people especially someone with Crohn's disease or ulcerative colitis it's quite a young disease mm-hmm. yeah so a lot of younger people even kids end up with stoma bags okay bags. so I'm trying to through my YouTube I'm trying to raise awareness and talk about it sort of openly to make sure that people going through something similar don't feel afraid to talk about it and yeah, yeah, ashamed yeah. And well I think there's that, that's what I thought when I, that's why I was kind of impressed with you because because when, when I watched it is and by the way I'm not the purveyor I'm not in charge of who's good and who's bad so I'm not saying <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not saying just because I, I deemed you worthy that that means that you know but it, it, it was it was that it was that thing of like you know, because you, 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 as far as your YouTube channel is concerned, I mean, there's a thousand of those sort of channels. You know, yeah. that sort of you know, and the, I'm, I'm, I get, I'm increasingly tolerant to them. <laughs> well, I, I am. I, I know. I, am. I know. I remember you have become more so when we first we were all like the Johnny YouTubes, but uh, yeah, yeah, but no, uh, I think there's some dicks on those things as well. Of I think course, I, yeah. I really, I do. But I also think um, that there are a lot of people out there doing stuff in that manner on YouTube that is actually. And you know, I particularly in, include you. That is actually very, very. It's not just somebody trying to become famous and no. trying to you know talk about their life. And there's a point to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, and I think yeah. it is a 
uh, without sounding like an old man, I do, I do think it is. That is the connection now. Mm. So that 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 mm-hmm. can be the connection to people. Yeah. So with stuff like this, I do. I, I genuinely do. I genuinely applaud. It. I think. I think it's really a really positive thing, particularly something that's so stigmatised that you, by you know, by being young and trendy and all the rest of it, that you, you no, but that that's an unfortunate fact of it. <laughs> Is that you would get more of an impact doing that than I would get doing it if it was me doing it. So, um, so yeah, I think that's a really... It's, it's kind of a... I, I always hesitate to say brave about these things. When I've done the mental podcast, I've, I've had a lot of, oh, you're so brave. It's like, I'm not, I haven't been brave at all. No. It's not brave. It might be foolish. <laughs> like, you know, it's, it's just it's being as open as you can yeah. on something. But I do think, yeah, you're probably borderline brave. I don't know. I, I get a lot of that, but then on the other hand, I think there's so many people like me out there yeah. that are going through the exact same thing. I'm one of like thousands of people. Yeah. And I don't. Bra- I always feel uncomfortable with the word brave. No, no, same. I get it. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. But but then on the other hand, I get so many messages from people saying that they're grateful that I do make videos yeah. because when I've had a lot of people that have been due to have surgery or or, or, or have just been diagnosed. And they've messaged me saying that they're just so grateful that someone is out there talking about it so confidently and openly and positively. I mm. think but a lot of people can see the negative about having to have a colostomy bag. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas I talk about how it's helped me for the better. You know, it's I don't get a lot of the symptoms that I used to have. So it's made my life a lot better. Save a fortune on toilet roll. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. straight off the bat. Yes, yeah, yeah. There you go. So, um, I spend loads on that. I, I, don't know, I honestly don't know what she's doing with it. <laughs> Well, girls, she, a lot she takes more. them upstairs, yeah. right? Because there's two bathrooms. And like, well, that sounds like I'm really posh. I know it does. There's like there's the two the, bathrooms. Yeah, but, the, but there is. But but it's it's that she just takes them upstairs and then just like and then the next thing I got says like, well, well what, what have you done with them? Well, if she was a teenage them. boy, I'd understand, but she's not. No, but you can use them for all kinds of things, makeup as well, and there's lots of uses. She's got makeup wipes. Yeah. Well, we just I think use she's more. storing it. I think she's stashing it somewhere. I think I might have married a squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm sorry for being facetious. So, so yeah. So the positives. So what? So the genuine positives in it. Well, since my surgery, I don't have a lot of the symptoms that I used to. So I don't yeah, have okay. abdominal pain anymore. I don't have that. As you can tell, weight loss. I'm I'm pretty stocky now. Like I'm I'm back to I th- what I, I think used stocky's to be. pushing. No, it. I don't. No, I wouldn't say no. stocky. Well, I'm back to what I was before because I, I went down from 12 stone to about six and a half. Okay. So oh, and it was very unlike me to be that underweight. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I was usually always through my teens. I was quite like bigger anyway. Okay. So that was one of the indicators that something was wrong. So I'm back to more of a normal weight for for me. Yeah. yeah. Um, and just generally like toilet related stuff. Like I'm not crap through the eye of a needle basically yeah, like yeah, it used yeah. to be so bad before whereas now it's like normal again okay. like normal as could be yeah yeah no it, I get it yeah I get it but I've been like I I think I actually because I was going through a thing earlier this year where I might have had to have had my colour removed really yeah Wow. And as, I still sort of don't know but I think it's I think it's levelled out okay Um, but I've got diverticular disease uh-huh. yeah. uh yeah which I found out earlier this year mm-hmm. And there was like a. They, they kept saying to me at the hospital they were going. Well, the thing is, we won't do that operation unless you ask us to do it. Really, is what they said. Okay. And they said you've got to come to us. They, they were kind of giving me the nod. They, mm. were, they were saying, you have to come to us and say you can't live with this, uh-huh. and then we will do the operation. Yeah. But it is major surgery. You know, it's very. So I obviously didn't want to have major surgery, mm-hmm. um, and it sort of levelled out a little bit. But I had three bouts of diverticulitis, mm. which is for people that don't know, is that diverticular disease is that it's kind of like holes or sacks in the colon, yeah. and they're fine. Most people get it 
What do you mean uh, by uh, a sack? I know what a hole is, but a sack in the colon, I'm not sure. You'll have to appreciate we have is. a dimwit with us at the no, moment. So, that's so, a so we have to. See, no, no, no. No, the point. no, because that's not what she's thinking of. That's not. I, I know you mean, that's, but she's not thinking of it like a normal I, person. I am. No, you're, you're not. No, you're not. No, you're not. No, you're not. No, you're not. All right. Tell me what you're thinking of with a sack. Well, I'm thinking what a sack is, like a sack of potatoes or so you, that's what I mean so you're, you've already made the jump to a sack of potatoes in no the I don't mean I mean I don't I just don't know what you mean by a sack in the sack in the colon <laughs> did you find yourself even when you were saying that did your brain go what, stop talking no because I don't want to know what it means alright okay so I have one okay well how I understand this is how I understand it yeah okay is that they're holes stroke sacks in the colon, in the colon yeah. right and in and of themselves they're harmless Mm-hmm. All right, and most people have it. They gave me a statistic. It was either eighty percent of people have it by the time they're seventy, or seventy percent of people have it by the time they're eighty. Okay. It was that one way around yeah, yeah. of that. Um, but they can quite easily get infected, so stuff right. can get caught in them or whatever. Mm-hmm. There was a, a, a thought that having seeds and things like that, little bitty things, uh, yeah. which I think has since been they said that's not right. That's not actually right. Um, but I got three infections. Mm. I got two back to back. And it's very painful. Mm. And then I got one a, a month later. And at that point, my GP said, you know, when I said to you, if it's a serious thing, that we'd have to deal with it, it's a serious thing. All right, okay. Um, so then I went, but do you remember we talked about yeah, here? No, I was did, going, I was going for the... Um, for a bit, for, you had to take a day off from here because you were... Yeah, and going. I was going to have the camera up the bottom. Yes, mm. you did have a camera. You had a um, uh, CT? I did, didn't I? Did, CT? Yeah, I had, with, with ink. Horrible. Mm. Oh, yeah? I have a <sighs> Anyway, I warned him. Anyhow, yeah, you told me that. So yeah. you, a, you ever had a CT? Oh yeah, I've had those. I mean, w- w- that talking. might that might have been a stupid question. I was, yeah, no, no. But I'm wondering, did you, you get just asked a girl who's told you already that a colon's been removed, and you're saying, have you ever had a, a CT scan? You have a good point. <laughs> did you get the hot, the hot bomb? But I had, I've had about five CT scans and like three C- MRI yeah. scans. Yeah. So, but it's that feeling that you feel like you wait yourself. Yes, yes. I oh, had yeah, that yeah. too. You said that you didn't have that. Well, no, what? I t- no, I, had, I did. I had a hot ass, very, very hot. Yeah, like really. I told you that. But I also, <laughs> I told you that right before I went in, because I've been drinking that stupid ink thing yeah. for an hour. And Barry came with me, and you don't know Barry, but that wasn't a good move. <laughs> but he did, and you know he drove me to and from the hospital. Um, I, I had to go and piss before I went in. It was like I was like I've, I've now got to. I've now mm. got to go. And then that was when they came through to get me. So I didn't feel like I was going to no, piss. I did. It was weird. Yeah, yeah. it was very strange. Yeah, mm. but I don't like needles. That's my thing. Uh. Terrified of them. Horrible. Got better at it. With mm. The IV thing because I've had so many over the over the years. I had kidney stones as well. Oh. And I got rid of kidney stones and then got fucking diverticular disease. Anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> this is good, isn't it? Should we put some Christmas music on? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so how have you, how have you found then, as you've been someone who's become? I mean, you, you have like a fair chunk of subscribers and stuff, and you and you seem to be very popular on YouTube and that. You know, yeah, there but are it's people. very niche. It's it's one of those very niche. But, it's not like I'm a beauty guru. It's not like I got. But niche is good. Mm. Niche yeah, is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I get a lot of people. I think it's the quality of the the subscribers that I get is they're yeah, yeah. all invested in what I'm talking about. It's not just randoms following me. It's yeah. people that are affected by either Crohn's disease or sort of colitis or have a stoma or whatever. Like yeah. they they get what I'm talking about. It's not just a you know random person following mm. me so I think those comments that I get there's more of a dialogue within it like it's okay. like a little community yeah so, yeah yeah yeah. no I get that yeah. and is that going to be is that your future is that are you looking at that as doing that full time yeah because yeah, I, I did this thing called Austin Monday where every Monday I talk about 
living with an ostomy bag. Yeah. So it encourages the people to talk about it as well to kind of make it feel less awkward for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had been doing that until lead up to Christmas where everything's just got crazy anyway. So I've kind of put that on pause. But I'll be starting that again in the new year. Okay. Um, so it, that kind of thing I want to keep doing because people find that so beneficial to be able to talk to everyone else. And there's lots of other forums and communities out there, but I just want to help facilitate that conversation well you, you certainly the, the image that you put across on there is certainly an, it's a non-stuffy thing so it's it's kind of like I, I guess generationally you, you're hitting the right generation who would have issues with embarrassment and all that sort of thing and yeah. I guess generations up I, I think it would be helpful to everybody but I think whereas when you get to sort of my age which is like 20 23 yeah. 24 yeah, yeah, sure. is that I think that you uh you get to an age of maturity maybe then where you can you're like I can just deal with the doctor it's fine mm-hmm. I'll, I'll find out or whatever yeah. but I guess you know up to a certain age I'm thinking about, now I've ruined my own argument because I've said 23 24 up to about like nine or ten yeah um <laughs> <laughs> but the thing with like because I'm on various platforms, I've, I've noticed that Twitter, there tends to be a lot of younger people. Okay. Facebook, there tends to be a lot of older people. Right, yeah. okay. So by having across different platforms, I'm yeah. able to reach a lot more people. Social media, I'm just all over it. <laughs> yeah. All over the socials. Yeah. Yeah. Literally, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A- again, you just have to... <laughs> Just, just, like, just, just speak as if she's not here for I a second. Think that's, no, 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 no. I think that's interesting you're saying that uh, Facebook is for older people. Not just older people. So, but but, but primarily. Yeah. And YouTube is for younger people. That's why I go on YouTube. That's yeah, why I'm all about you, YouTube. You will find that there are like certain... You, you occasionally get speed bumps in the conversation no. that you just have to... <laughs> You just basically have to just sl- to slow down for a second. Either try and get around it. Try and get both your wheels lined up over those people if you can. <laughs> if not, just slow down for a bit. But then you, you can put your foot down again now. You're We're fine. off You're again, fine. though. We're off. Oh, no, there's another one. <laughs> Sometimes they do that, don't they? But a speed bump, then a rumble strip. Right and that, yeah, that's what, that, that's what just happened there. <laughs> I think we're on straight road now. Let's go. Um... <laughs> So is it? But is it that? Is it? So it's, it's going to be what you do. So that's what you're a spokesperson for that sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, that's that's what the aim is to yeah, kind yeah. of be that representation for people going through that and giving them a voice and to yeah, be able yeah. to say like, there's no need to be afraid of yeah, going yeah. through something. That can, and I'll be honest, it is scary. No yeah. matter how prepared you are, you're never a hundred percent prepared, <coughs> and you're going to wake up like if you are in surgery and you wake up. There's always that moment, that first moment where you kind of like look down. And you're like oh my god yeah or even if it's just being diagnosed that feeling of i now have this condition it's it's terrifying yeah but there's so much support out there especially mm-hmm. on social but even yeah, like yeah. local groups as well but so. but no one's ever going to be all right with it till it's happened like no, no, no one's going to be all right with it going oh it's fine i'll have this one i'll be fine with that it, it, until it becomes your actual existence yeah. uh, but then certainly from what i've picked up from your videos you do then become just all right with it well for me because nowadays i'm so positive about it i'm very kind of like it's changed my life for the better but that first week i like i'm like everyone else i was terrified yeah, i yeah. was very negative and even leading up to that surgery i remember and i've never told anyone this before but i remember lying uh, was it where's my exclusive oh, music no. <laughs> yeah, wait oh, i should have had some wait, exclusive tyler music wait, ready tyler wait. hang on a second we'll just put um <laughs> Well, yeah, we'll go with that. We'll go with the uh, the end music from Star Wars. Okay, that's, that is our exclusive. Exclusive mutes. It's, it's the old Ewok one as well. Okay. I've never worked out how you can do it. How you skip forward? Not make one. Don't worry. Right, well, I'll change it. I'll change it. Hang on, hang on. I'll change it. We'll get some... need to build up. Keep, just, put, just pause there, Tyler, okay, while we right, do yeah, our exclusive music. Oh, do you know what the first thing was that I clicked then? No. Genuinely, was that anus song that you put on it? Well, that's the 
seems like a good one. This will please Connor as well. No, that's not that's not all right. We're not doing oh, yeah. that. No, we're not doing that. <laughs> we had a request, I have to say, but it's for someone called Alaska Thunderfuck, and the song ah. is called Anus. Right. Actually, do you know now? Yeah. Actually, in this yeah. moment, you knew who our guests were today, and you knew what Tyler <laughs> was going to be coming to speak about, and you put actually, you yeah. put a song on, on my playlist called that. Anus. I really didn't. And think then about that. encouraging me to play it. Only because I got a, I got a tweet over the weekend from somebody. I didn't actually. Even I'm not think. sure that's appropriate. I don't think. <laughs> It's a good song, though. Right, just that's been no music for this. Okay, sorry. Okay, I feel like it's built up too much now. But no, so (laughs) I was just anticipating the speed bump. That's I was I was was helping you cover it. That's all it was. So, so one of when I was waiting on the when I was lying on the bed waiting to be taken into theatre. Yeah, I genuinely did think if something goes wrong in the surgery. Yeah, I think I'll be okay. Like as if you know, is if it all ends. I think I'm okay because I was so exhausted at that point. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. I just kind of thought to myself, I'm I'm too tired for this to carry yeah. on. Yeah. And so, not that I've ever felt like suicidal with my Crohn's disease, but that moment just before surgery, I kind of thought, if it happens, it happens. I'm but cool but that it. that is that is both a uh, a calm and a quite serious thing to to, to have in your head, isn't yeah. it? So so and even I, they say it's not suicide, that sort of is. That they it kind of because yeah. it, it's, it's that. It's surrendering life is what that is. Yeah. But I get it. I I absolutely get that, mm. and I get that when you've in a lot, when I've been in a lot of pain in the hospital mm. with the kidney stones and stuff, mm. yeah. where it is that moment you just go, do you know what? It, I wouldn't give a fuck if I died now. Yeah. I'd, just, I'd be quite happy with it. All It'd your be, energy's yeah. drained. You just yeah, yeah, feel yeah. like, what's the point? Because I'm so like exhausted. And I'm in so much pain, and it's like it sucks. But then coming out of the surgery yeah and those first days were still really hard but then after probably two weeks three weeks i started feeling better i got more energy i didn't feel as much pain and yeah. i was like oh thank god <laughs> you know thank god i've done this because, yeah, yeah like so many people are probably terrified of that kind of surgery yeah mm-hmm. and it's not easy but it can make so much of, of a difference to yeah. go through you know to go through that so well i guess there is that that what you just said that that idea that if you if you're like that right before you're <laughs> She's coming off mic. Sorry. I'm adjusting her mic to make sure that she's on mic. Just to let you know, Nat just leant over and thrust a mic in Tyler's face. (laughs) Um, After that calmness, if you like, of that resignation feeling, I guess then when you're out of it, you you are then starting from scratch. So you are then going, right, so now this is how I now live and this is now, you know, and you just adapt to that. Yeah, it's a huge learning curve. Like there's so much, it's not just about the psychological stuff, but even just the practical stuff of looking after having a bag and it's Mm. you don't expect to have this big like your nurse will basically teach you how to look after it and you don't think about that when you're you know you just think about having a bag and that's it but there's a big like you're almost like having lessons of how to to look after it are there common misconceptions um kind of well it's more about who who has a bag but and a lot of things like you'll smell with a bag yeah stuff like that that never happens unless there's something wrong with the bag like it's, it's yeah, leaking yeah, yeah. or whatever it wouldn't happen yeah um but it's just kind of getting used to it and making it your new normal that's yeah, yeah, that's yeah. totally it um but i've been i've like six years down the line now so i've well used to having a bag and yeah so it's normal for me but people are still quite scared of it um, yeah, yeah, yeah. and i'm trying i'm the reason i do what i do is to make people less scared of it okay you know if it's something that they have to face in the future you know, I, I want to make it as normal for them as possible. Well, I've not fainted, so <laughs> must, must be doing it at least a bit right. Yeah, I think yeah. you've done a good job. Because I would have yeah. just keeled over. I didn't even sit down for the interview, and that—that's even more dangerous. <laughs> Put myself at risk for it, didn't I? Yeah. And w- so, will you now? <laughs> will you now a bag for life? 
<laughs> oh, bank, yes, he, I'm bank for life. He, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I could, I could have because I've got enough bowel to yeah. have a reversal. Okay, but it's kind of doing its thing fine now. Like okay. I don't want to have to go through any more surgery if I don't have to. Yeah. So, I, in in my head, I'm back for life. Like okay. I'm cool with it. And then it is because I've still technically got my rectum and anus. Like I still have all that. Oh my god, that, that fucking anyone guess come in and start showing off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Well, they just come in and go, hey everyone. I've still got my rectum and anus. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, well I've still got. I've, I've got loads of it. I've got. <laughs> I've got nipples. <laughs> but because it's not connected to the rest of my bowel, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm at a risk of rectal cancer because I can't detect the symptoms. Like. I can't okay. detect blood coming yeah, out. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, so in the future, in the, in the next couple of years, probably I'll have that removed. Okay. So that's probably the last surgery I'll have, and that will then make it. So permanent. then, what happens? So then, what? What they just like just like a doll? Yeah. Really? They say they they call it a Barbie butt. Really? Yeah. So you just have no Ooh. hole there. They sew it up because there's no need for a hole there. Well, I don't want to get crude about this, but. <laughs> Oh no! Yeah, <laughs> right, yeah. you might you, you might think there's no need. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, that's amazing! Yeah, so that'll be in the next. After I have kids, I'll probably then decide that that's the surgery I want to just finish it. Yeah, yeah. You know. Does it impact in any way on children on having children or anything like that? No, the only thing that my surgeon said that um, it's best to have a natural child childbirth if possible because okay. if I had a cesarean and you're cutting through, you don't know because everything's been moved around. Yeah, 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 you yeah. don't know what you're cutting, so okay. there's a risk of another perforation if I'd had a cesarean. Okay. So, where possible, natural childbirth would be best. Okay. Um, but that's there's no problem. There's no reason why I can't have kids in future. I mean, so. it's not something you need to worry about with, no. with like natural childbirth. So I, I think you'd be able to deal with that. I think yeah. so. Given yeah. what you've dealt with, already. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, was say. I think it'd be all right. Yeah, it'd be like that Monty Python thing. You'd be stood up in the kitchen and <laughs> just, just drop, drop out. Of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, look, it's been honestly a genuine pleasure speaking to you. Thank and you. I was, um, yeah, I've been looking forward to speaking to you for a while because I thought because you've been moved about quite a bit on this station for some reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's I cool. wanna, I would, it's I'd fun. like to get to the bottom of that. That's again every fucking phrase, isn't it? <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I genuinely appreciate you coming in and do and, and like I, I think your videos are right. So where, where can people find the videos? What's your, the name of your channel and stuff? Um, but, well, if you Google Osto Monday, so O S T O Monday, yeah, Monday, you'll find it. Okay. Just Google that. You'll find me. Okay. You got that now? Yes, I've got it. What's Osto, it called? Thank you. Osto Monday. Yay. And on the Twitter? Uh, Tyler Sky. Tyler Sky. You yep, got that yep. now? Yes, yep, Tyler Sky. Before we uh, wrap this up, have you got any any further questions? For I don't have any questions. Are you sure? Questions. I think we've covered everything. We should have kept Barry on the phone for this. <laughs> that would have been brilliant. That would have been Barry brilliant. Asking questions. Is this the dude with the cat? Yes. Right, okay. Probably yeah, he wanks in front of it. Oh, oh God. No. He does, he does. I know he does, I know he does. He does. I mean, he doesn't I do it deliberately, but he has wanks in front of his cat. Right. Yeah. That was established. Well, I think the cat just not walked in. To. Not on the cat. No, no. right, okay. Well, we don't know how, okay. how strong his prostate is, do we not? The cat came in, he didn't stop wanking. I think that was the thing. He didn't, right. like, he didn't call the cat over and then go. I mean, as uh, much as I hate to defend Barry, I think I think he did stop. <laughs> Okay, well, fine. I think, them. but I, I can't quite remember. I thought once you started, sort of, it would have been. No, harder. we've had this discussion again. This is you're thinking of Pringles. That's it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not wanking. There's, there's never. If, if you're an, if a person can't stop wanking yeah. once they've started, yeah. there's something serious. They should be locked oh, out. Okay. There's something serious going on there. Okay. Yeah. I definitely was Pringles then. All right. Good. <laughs> uh, Tyler Sky, thank you so much for coming. Appreciate it, and good luck with the future with it. Thank you. Wonder stuff again. As far as I'm concerned, you can't even have too much of the wonder stuff, can you not? So I'm putting another one on. I'm not even bothered. 
The one the stuff with a mouthful of biscuits. What are you doing? Putting Adam's mic up. Oh, sorry, somebody's moved the. Um, <laughs> there was a sticker on it. Yeah, moved it was. It. it was. Yeah, someone moved it, didn't they? Can't really concentrate on it anymore. Uh, we're joined by Adam. Adam's in the studio. Put your phone down. Hello. You're getting so sloppy. I know. Do you know what? Because you leave. When? How many more days? Four days. But you're going to be on next week's show because we're going to record yes. that today. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be on the Boxing Day special. And an old classic from Adam will be coming back for the last time. What's that? Ah. Bump and Grinder. But, but, well, hang on. I will authorise this mm. if there's something to there's tell. There's some sex. There's oh, been, is there? There's been some sex, yeah. There has been some sex. Oh, look, now, this. look at this. Now, now this is a teaser. It's a throw-ahead it's teaser. So next week's show, we hear all about your sex. Um, I'm going to speak to you both now. I'm very aware that this is a bit of a change of mood. Mm. But earlier on, I was about the stabbing thing. Yes. And I want to say about it. So, on Saturday night, I was gigging in Birmingham, mm-hmm. doing a Christmas show. Now, I, I will say now, for the record, I will not do another Christmas show again as long as I live. In what? stand-up comedy. Do, were you, do you mean you were, you were comparing it and it was a whole evening of Christmas stuff? Or you're a gig? It was comedy. It was a comedy gig. Yeah. yeah. Um, in the loosest were... sense of the word. But it was, yeah, so I was doing, it's doing gigs in December, basically. Okay. So d- gigs in clubs in December. Because mm-hmm. it's just all Christmas parties and stuff, you know, it's just all that. So it's crowd control, mainly. Mm. Um, at the gig, I saw a gentleman, in the kind of sense of the word, little streak of piss bloke, skinny <laughs> jeans, tight t-shirt. Oh, like Adam. No, it's not tight t-shirt. Oh, yeah. Um, Throw a chair at a member of staff, a young girl. Oh, God. Because they were being ejected, so he picked a chair up and threw it at a girl. What a prick. Yes. And um, not unusual behaviour for the last three weeks in in the real world. Um, Then uh, I uh, went to get my train. Now, I've already had a bit of a rant about London Midland on Twitter. Mm. I still think they're dog shit. Like a dreadful train company, really bad. But that's not what this is about. See, I, I have a go at Vodafone and I get they accused do. of being moody on Twitter. But Who accused? Well, she does. Accuses yeah. you of being moody. Yeah. I, what do you what mean? You no, no, because you just like, you're always moody on all social media, Adam. That's, yeah. all, that's all right. I suppose. He looks mm. like you're always upset. Oh, sorry, what do, you want him to, what do you want him to do? Dance about like a fairy? Is that how you, is that how you want your Twitter gaze? <laughs> Well, yeah. What do you want him to do? Yeah, actually. It can, be, it can be whatever he wants to be on Twitter. Okay, fine. But all you do is go in on companies. Why are you saying well, rubbish? Let, well, let him do that. And, right, all, and also, that That's means how you get the best it response. It fucking they, is as well. What has Vodafone response. done for you? Well, uh, they've given me three three months of my contract, nice, okay. which is which is useless because I'm going to be only it's using two of them. Yeah, but it's still what you need, isn't it? Yeah. And, it's, right. uh, and honestly, if you're going to complain anywhere, complain on Twitter. Okay, I'm going to go to ATM. Oh, wait. Sorry, Adam, did you just lean over and turn up your own mic? Yeah, I couldn't hear myself. The attitude on this boy. Sorry. It's like he's been hanging around with Jacob and, and he's yes. leaving in a few days. Jacob he's like, yeah, fuck you. No, you Jacob, don't start that. You don't rub off on Adam. No, don't rub off on Adam. <laughs> um, <laughs> looks like he's going to rob me, though. So he's right. Yeah. Basically, Adam's right. That is totally right. If you're going to complain okay. anywhere, complain on Twitter because right. I think a lot of companies now, whether they admit it or not, put their best staff on their Twitter. Mm. Mm. The ones that can actually do something. Virgin and trains, particularly for that, very good on Twitter. Not that great in real life, a lot of them. Yeah. Although London Midland, I should say, haven't even re- replied to me on Twitter. Oh, right, okay, the yeah. I sent up a photo of a train that looked like shit, just rubbish everywhere. Mm. And that was on boarding at Birmingham New Street. Anyway, so I get to the train station and I go down to the platform and the platform is rammed. I was like, this always happens to me, by the way, at Christmas. When I'm, when I'm finished for Christmas, something always, when I go, and I'm done. So I left the club, I was like, done, finally, I've mm. done all my gigs for the year. 
and then something always happens. It happened to me a couple of years ago in Wigan when I got outside. I was like, oh, thank God, done. Got outside, my tyres had been slashed. Oh, God. And it was like, <sighs> oh, I was going to be home in three hours. Like, mm. you know, do you know what I mean? So that happened. So got to the platform and it was rammed, like really busy. And it was all Madness fans because Madness, I think, had been. Mm. Well, I, I mean, I, they definitely must have been playing in Berlin. Yeah, it would be kind of. <laughs> <laughs> they, they must have been. <laughs> <clears throat> but that's fine, you know. You try not to assume that people are a certain sort of person by the way they look. Yeah. Um, but uh, so they're all pushing and stuff, and they're all cheering when they had two trains attached. And I was like looking at the board, going, "There's another train in like 12 minutes. I'm going to go over to that platform, and then I'll just I'll just wait for 10 minutes." So I left the throng, went to the platform, got on the train, empty. I was like, right, thank God. Sat down on the train. Uh, the train was going to go at 14 minutes past. At 12 minutes past, it just, they just all arrived. Oh. So all the, ones, all the ones who haven't been there. The train was just rammed. But I did have a seat. Mm. And I'm sat right at the end of the carriage, by the door through to the other carriage. Okay? That's where I'm sat. And it's, like, people nearly on top of each other. It's proper packed. And it was getting later and later. We got to, like, 14 when it was meant to depart. Then it got to 16, 17. It was like, oh, there's going to be delayed because he's a lot of twatting about. And then the door opened with the carriage and a man and a lady came through very fast. And they, was, they were calm but urgent. So they went, excuse us, lads. Sorry, lads. So we just need to get through. We need to get through. And they were going, you can't get through. There's no room. They are going, we need to get through. We need to get through. And then the, the lady said, we're being followed by a man with a knife. Right, he's got a knife. And then the carriage went into a bit of panic. A little bit of panic sort of start, started happening in the carriage. Um, now, where I'm sat, I've got my back to where the door is. So the door's to my left. I've got my back to that wall. Mm. So I, I've no way of looking through into that carriage. I can't see what's happening in that carriage. The seat next to me is actually empty because the guy has just got one knee on it who stood up. Mm. Okay, so i am actually got an empty seat in a packed carriage, but he's leaning on it with his knee. He then moved. So I had a clip. Basically, if someone was going to get stabbed, it was going to be me. I would have been, the door would have opened, I'd have been the first mm. person. So I got my vape, vape thing, this, yeah. in my hand, which is a big metal thing. Mm. I got that in my hand, ready, and I was like, so I'll, I'll throw the first one if I have to. And everyone's just looking at the door, and the two people, they'd gone, they were right out the carriage at this point, and the door opened, and again, fucking little streak of piss, tight t-shirt, skinny jeans, the sort of lad you could blow on and knock over if he wasn't brandishing a knife with a, with a blade in his hand. And I honestly, I pulled back to do it. I actually pulled back to smack him. And then the guy who was on the other side of the door slammed the door shut. So slammed the, sh the door shut on him and barricaded the door of, of the, uh, the carriage. Mm. And again, it was so frustrating because it was like, I couldn't see what was happening. Mm. But I could see people looking and they're going, fuck, it's kicking off, it's proper kicking off. And then I heard police, I presume it's police, saying, get the fuck off, get off this carriage now, get off this carriage now. This ruckus that I couldn't watch, I didn't know what it was, but I presume they got him and got him mm. off the train. Um, and then we left 25 minutes after that. And it was one of those moments where you, where you really go, uh, it's how I felt, which is a weird thing. I felt, um, I really wish I'd hurt him. Mm. When I got home and I spoke to Joe, and I went, I'm I'm now disappointed that I didn't just smack that in his face. You would have been arrested as well, though. I, but, yeah, but it wouldn't have gone any further than that. No, well, you would. Well, you would have, if you hit him, then you could have been charged. Would have been. No, charged. if someone comes at you with a knife and you Shoot. hit someone in self-defence, because it would have been self-defence. Yeah. Hmm. I, I 
I'm disappointed that I didn't get to knock his teeth out. Mm. But I don't like that it's provoked that in me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I don't, I don't like that I felt now I want to commit a violent act against that person. Mm. And I just feel like things are... When you see it in front of you, how casually that happens and how... And it was a packed train with police outside it. There were police already in the area dealing with the crowds. Mm. And you think that someone's that fucking thick. That they're going to, yeah, walk through with a, with a knife. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, that, that level of intelligence. And, and people will say, oh, people are drunk and all that sort of thing. But I, I've said this loads of times. I could never get drunk enough to get to that point. Well, no, but there's a various level of, oh, I don't know who the guy, uh, with intent as well. Because if you're carrying a knife yep, in your yep. hand that you're walking, then I don't think you can be saying, no, absolutely. I did this in... Ab- absolutely. But I think sometimes... It's Christmas, or yeah, sometimes, yeah. oh, well, that's what people are drunk and all that. It's used as a sort of a coverall excuse, and I don't think it should be an excuse. No, no, no. And the, the drink thing is one, because I don't drink, you know, in, in my life. I've had a couple of beers this week, like when I've got in, and it's, uh, but it's not something I really care about doing. You know, I've had the same vodka in my house for like five years. It's, uh, I think, saying someone, someone saying they're acting out of characters because they're drunk just doesn't happen. I don't think people do act out of characters when they're drunk. I think what they are already comes out. It's like when them adverts years ago, and Russell Kane did one, and Josie Long did one, and Russell Kane's one was about, he, he, like, they were doing stand-up, and then the room went dark, and he went, and my mate was drinking, and we were all laughing, and all the rest of it, and then he picked up a glass and put it in someone's face, and it all went very serious and sombre in the advert, and it was a, you know, a safe drinking mm. sort of campaign. And I remember watching that and going, no, no, I, I, I could do as much Jack Daniels as I could drink... Yeah. And I won't put a glass in someone's face. No. <laughs> like, I, I, that just won't happen. No. I do, I do, I agree with that. So I do think with people, and it's not necessarily all the negative. You know how people, oh, I've, I've flirted with that person because I, I wouldn't have done yeah. that if I was. I think your true intentions or feelings can be heightened when you are. Yeah, drunk. yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, you're right. I've been drunk like every day, and I don't have never got drunk around. Now. <laughs> Glassing someone I've in the face. I've been drunk or... every day. Yeah, that's, cause you, that's because <laughs> you, Nat, have, have built up a, what they call a ludicrous tolerance. It's very true. Because <laughs> yeah. you, you now technically can't get drunk anymore. I think it's just, just maintaining, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, no, but I've never but had a fight go. with somebody. You no. have an Adam, have you? No, I've never had a fight with anybody. Exactly. So I mean, you drunk. always do the drunk texts calls. Oh, yeah, yeah, the drunk texts. 2 a.m. Yeah, yeah. Never to Jacob. Oh, that's a good well, idea. If you get me Jacob's phone, I might get drunk over Christmas and okay. send him messages. Well, speaking of Jacob, I just keep going. You're fired, mate. What have we got now? We have got an advent. Jacob's death. This is brilliant. Death advent well, calendar. Oh, earlier, my. earlier on in the show, do you know what, Jacob? You're in that picture there on that advent calendar. You're the image of a lad that I went to school with called Neil Grady. You're the absolute spit of him. You look really look like him. Which means thank you. <laughs> Did he say thank you? Thank you. You don't even know who he is. What, me and you? Me and you aren't mates. You apparently are. You know when you have this meeting in January about about the shows and stuff, can you mention as well this Jacob hotline in my ear? Well, saying things that he knows, I can't hear. Just constantly talking in my ear about stuff. Yeah, I will be addressing. There will be a special... Some of them are sexual harassment. Oh, are they? Yeah. I'll put that on the agenda. Jacob. I asked earlier on the people in the office next door, uh, the admin people here, and creative talents and all the rest of it, to uh, make an advent calendar. Mm Mm-hmm. I wanted one in real life, really, is what I wanted, with actual weapons behind it, where I could... <laughs> I, I, I realise that what I'm saying now is kind of incongruous with what I've just been yeah, telling you about. No, I don't want weapons. But, I, I, by the way, I should say by the story I just told you, I'm not saying that nobody wants stabbing, because like, I can think of one. 
straight away. <laughs> yeah, and he could think of us as well. I can think of one that if he'd been on that train, I would have thrown him at that door. <laughs> and then when the coppers came out, I'd have gone, I saw nothing, off- officer. <laughs> I don't know. The little vampire just said, don't worry, I'll save you all. <laughs> it's only if you get stakes in a heart that they go That's out. Good point, so he would have survived it. Was, it was it. a shitty little blow to this one. But anyway, still probably bigger than his cock. <laughs> um, so, uh, Jacob's Death Tools yes. is what we've got on the advent calendar. Yeah. Is there a, where do we do we this link? Just, so just what, click what door on, would you like? What door yeah. would you like? Number, click on the door. Oh, we're doing it. I thought people could play. Oh, my God. That is an icicle to the eye. Oh, this is brilliant. Okay, well, look, just put, we don't need to do it on now. No. We don't have to play it. But can we link that out? I'm sure we can, Twitter? Jacob, can't we? Yeah. Jacob, what I'm going to ask you to do now is send a tweet out basically um, letting the general public decide which way to kill you. If you could be in charge of doing that, please, mate. Cheers, mate. Thank you. It's a, it's a, you know, thank you. Advent, my friend, whatever it is, whatever the link is, put that on the, on the food bar, send yeah. it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just old people fantasise about, about ending your life. I need someone to oversee that tweet, because like, the way he writes tweets nowadays about himself, or he also writes tweets about himself with the wrong spelling of his own name. He does that on purpose. Because, yeah, so, yeah. So it he looks does it like, so he, as if someone else has done yeah, it. Yeah, well, we've, we've, we nailed him, we know what he's, he's up to. He's a weirdo. He's a weird <laughs> little man. Um, so, Adam, the reason I brought you in is yeah. because this is like one of the last options we're going to have. Um, earlier on, Barry Dodds did a Christmas message, and I thought it'd be nice to bring you back into the studio um, so you can do your Christmas message. I'm not going to try and find some music. Okay. Um, I've got a Christmas message. No, it's just whatever, you know, whatever's just off the top of your head. It can be anything at all. Let's go with... Uh, oh, that's nice. That's nice. Let's have that. Right, you ready? Yep. It's time for Adam's and final Christmas mm. message. Because, of course, he's leaving these shores and well, she'll never return. Oh, yeah. Have a very Merry Christmas and uh, hopefully it's all very gay because, you know, Christmas gays love Christmas. And Christmas gays love Christmas. Yeah, Christmas gay- gays love Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope you're. Don't try and decks- claim that. <laughs> Don't try and claim Christmas. Yeah, we're claiming Christmas. We're oh, claiming all the decorations. Oh, Who do you think invented tinsel? Gays. Right. Um, why is Miles Hunt telling us to ring him up now? That's why I'm just texting Jacob to go. I thought it said 3.30. Is he not 3.30? Jacob! What? I don't know. Sorry, I'm sorry to interrupt your message, um, Adam. Jacob, could you not shout in my fucking ear? Right, I've not organised Miles. Well, phone him now then. Yeah, get, get, him, get him up now, phone. yeah. Where was sorry, I? Sorry, mate, you were just saying about gays liking Christmas. Tinsel. Yeah, you own gay, yeah, gays like... Uh, well, my friend came around the other day to actually decorate my tree. And that's not a euphemism. Christmas yeah. message. Yeah. Save that for bump and grind. Uh, We've got another like 30 seconds. And I uh, hope you get all the presents you want and you've all been very naughty. Yep. I think that's that, it. That can't be the I end because you've still got 15 seconds. I've only got 15 seconds. Well, what else can I say in 15 seconds? I don't seconds? know, mate. It's not my Christmas message. But uh, you've what already about, just brought this on me. Uh, what about for the next year? Any messages uh, for next year? Come to Canada and see all the mooses with me. Oh. <laughs> that was our last Christmas message. There'll be scary ghost stories and tales of the glories of Christmases long, long ago. It's the most wonderful time of the year. I don't like that we've been stuck with that song because Adam was doing his Christmas message. Didn't go well. Um, I can't 
can't wait for Jacob's finished. one. I just finished it now. It's absolutely done. Uh, we're joined on the phone now by Mr. Miles Hunt. Miles, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> All right, mate. What's happening with the grump? What? Are you grumping? Yeah, I've been sitting around waiting for your sorry ass to call me for fucking 45 minutes. When were you meant to be on? Somebody tells me 2.30, somebody tells me 3.15. You can be safe in the knowledge I've cancelled all my plans today to wait for you. Right, um, well, I... First off, Miles, it wasn't me. I was told 3.30. So me and you are both in the dark here. So we're going to get to the bottom of who that's actually was. I suggest we just get on with the interview that we've both so patiently waited well, for. Well, I'm living because I would have rather respect you an hour ago. OK, let's get on with it. All right. Um, so we're promoting... What are we doing today? New single and tour dates. Yeah, playing in Manchester on Thursday. No, Manchester on Wednesday. Yes. Uh, London on Thursday. Birm uh, Birmingham Friday. Put a new single out a couple of weeks ago. It's great. Now, which way do you want? Which way do you want to promote the new single? Do you have a, is it vinyl or CD or MP3? Which would you prefer? There's not a CD single of it. There's a CD version on the album. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, there's a lovely uh, ten-inch. Blue vinyl version, okay. and then there's a digital download that nobody cares about at my age. But seriously, if you're over the age of thirteen, <laughs> who the they're... hell could get no, remotely excited no, about listen. downloading a fucking song? No, but mate, no, no, right, listen, right. <laughs> <laughs> Just listen. <laughs> okay, well, uh, right, first off, right, num number one, I'll apologise on behalf of this station for keeping you waiting. I, I am also in a grump about it. But you've been in the business long enough, right, to know that you, on, on no format do you go, dude, your foot wants that. What? So, you, you've been in the business long enough to know that on no format do, you, do we dismiss it. We're not dismissing it on any format. I just, I've completely dismissed it. No, but, but people they're, are still in the real. car! You see, it's the same as <laughs> Facebook and Twitter, right? Yeah. Who decided that they were real? Who decided that just because some dim-witted politician <laughs> says something slightly awkward yeah. on Twitter that they're that their, uh, you know, their professional life is now over. I look at Facebook and I Twitter agree with, I agree with in that. exactly the same way I looked at CB radios. <laughs> it's just horse shit that people I, do when they've got nothing better to do. Right. It's that they're hobbyists. So who decided... Yeah. That Facebook and Twitter and whatever other nonsense is out there that people have tried to encourage me to join in on. Who decided it was real? But you are, but, but, that, well, you are, I agree with you, but you are on them, though. I'm, I'm on them professionally to sell people stuff, <laughs> like, real things, like coming to gigs and vinyl. Yeah. And you don't see me pushing a digital format. <laughs> In but, fact, I think I've proved this but, afternoon. But the thing is that, Miles, right? I do quite the opposite when it comes to digital formats. <laughs> but the thing is, mate, right? Here's the issue: is that, like, for example, in my car. So, if I want to listen to the one stuff in the car, which I do regularly, right? I, I, I can't put vinyl on in the car. Well, I appreciate that, but you know, before the tedium of digital things took over, yeah. 
you know, we would buy a CD or buy vinyl and we would make a cassette copy or, you know, once when I had my first MP3 player because it was a fucking novelty, which is where it should have remained. You, you know, you copied the CD onto your, um, onto your MP3 player and you had that in the car. It's not hard. Jesus Christ. If you've not got a CD or cassette player in your car, I'm pleased to tell I've you got I CD. have both. I have got a CD. Because you know, oh, you're in a bad mood, I won't even tell you that. But I was going to tell you something about, about the Wonder Stuff CD. Well, it better be positive. Uh, right. Can I just say, first of all, I don't hold you responsible for this. I know it's not your fault. Go on. But the copy on CD that I've got of 30 Goes Around the Sun um, is, uh, has a fault on it. What kind of fault? Oh, God. <laughs> who, who has judged whatever this issue is to be a fault? God. Do you remember, last time we spoke, right, I thought, no, he's a lovely bloke, he's smashing in that, you know, and now, but we spoke about you falling out with everyone, and now I feel like I'm... Well, I'm be, on tour. I'm going to be one of your casualties, and I don't want to be one of your casualties. Is this, you know... I thought, I thought I'd be one of the ones that got through my... <laughs> I thought I'm I giving you. A, I thought I shared your dream. You All right, fine, fine. Um, yeah, no, it had a little jump on it, but that can happen on an MP3 as well, and that can obviously happen on vinyl as well. So you know, I will. Your CD jumps. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah. I might suggest that's through lack of care. Well. On your part, pilot well, error. Right. Well, in that, well, in that case, I'll, I'll tell you the rest of the story. Right. <laughs> right. Which is that I, I bought that album on vinyl. Right. I did, and I love it. It's white vinyl. It's fucking gorgeous with a gatefold sleeve. It's fantastic. Nice, yeah. I really like it. But that um, album was a promo copy of the CD that was sent to the station. And it so, so the CD is at fault, for which you're now admitting you didn't pay for. No, but I've, and I said before that. I said I've before that. I said before that that I bought the album. I bought your diaries. I've got your diaries. I bought them. <clears throat> but you, so you should. I have. And it's I a damn all- good reader. But hang on, I've waited in all day to listen to your petty grievances <laughs> about how free things don't make you as joyously happy as no, you would expect that's them not to. what I'm saying! I'm not saying that at all. What I'm saying is, is I'm saying that uh, the MP3s are like a bit, a bit more reliable, so if, if people can get them... How old are you? 43. I mean 22. <laughs> yeah, well... I'm 43. Maybe it's our age gap. We just had better stuff when I was younger. We've got, like, a seven-year age gap. We had, we had pretty much exactly the same stuff. <laughs> I had vinyl when I was younger as yeah, well. Yeah, but at least I looked after my CDs. Right. This is after this. Do you know what? And this has been the problem in Miles Hunt's career. When he's had these falls, fallouts, nobody stood up to him. I'm going to stand up to him. Go on, then. Right, I am. Right, here we go. Get ready for this. This is a fucking surreal moment for me. Right, I have got Never Loved Elvis on vinyl. I have got Hup on vinyl. I have got Eight-Legged Groove Machine on vinyl, and not one of them has got a scratch on them. Well, I can only assume that they were they originally belonged to an elder sibling. Because <laughs> I already have you down as uh, being very free. I'm not! I'm, I'm totally not! I'm really not! You got me tickets for that Summer Sunday thing, whatever it was called. What was that thing I know, called? and again! You but I, I, didn't ask for, I didn't ask for them! You were giving it all all, get your VIP tickets. I was like, I'll pay, I'm happy to pay! I've never used the word VIP in my life, and I shouldn't, certainly wouldn't use it in the sense it's connected <laughs> to you. You did! You said, and then I got there, and it just was access to a tent. So you got looked after? No, I didn't get looked after at all. In fact, we had a row in the tent. Again, your grievances. Is this how you go through life? People are kind enough to give you stuff free and give you experiences for free. 
and you then get in touch with them, and then publicly on the radio <laughs> slag them off. When they slag you this off, this is how you. When did I slag you off? Wait, wait, quite bad to me. What did I say? When did I slag you off? When did I slag you off? When did I slag you off? You just said you didn't. You weren't happy with the summer Sunday thing. No, I didn't say you that. Didn't get a tent. No, I didn't. <laughs> no, I did get a tent. That was part of the issue. But you made out like whatever the tent issue was was my fault, which I stand here and firmly put my foot down. Did it had clap? nothing to did do with clap? any agreement over a tent. Right? Did a clap when you did your songs? Did a clap? I was right at the front. Did, right, I was right at the front. Well, there, well, there you go. That's how much attention you'd spend in the audience. I was I'm right, busy right when at the front. I'm on stage. Do oh yeah, you are, aren't you? Right. Okay, but I, I was clapped. I did clapping when you did your songs. I showed my appreciation that way. Okay, so what was the earlier gripe then about the tent that apparently I was responsible for? <laughs> I didn't. I said that it was a VIP ticket, which I didn't want. I didn't even want that. And when I got there, all the VIP thing was was a tent anyway, so that it was fine. It, it didn't matter. I didn't want to go in a tent. Right. That was it. But it's I didn't. Great. Well, again, I'm sure all your listeners are thrilled <sighs> that they've bothered to tune in this afternoon for such <laughs> thrilling information. I didn't ask for free tickets, is what I'm saying. I didn't. In fact, I think I also said to you on the messages, I would give you the money for the tickets. Which I'm sure, if in any way you could have finagled it to get me to agree to that, yeah. this would be brought up live on radio to embarrass me. In some <laughs> way. I was it way ahead of you on that no, one. No, it wouldn't. No, it wouldn't. I'd have just kept it. I'd, like, like that deal we've done about the Birmingham concert. Yeah, which I'm now sort of restructuring. <laughs> <laughs> We've not done a deal on Birmingham. I'm going to come to Birmingham. Anyway, let's talk more positive things. Yes, uh, Ray, we've had a fantastic not Ray anymore, week on the Ian road. No. Yes. Uh, with our good friends Fuzzbox. Yes. And Bentley Rhythm Ace. We've been and played gigs in uh, Sheffield and Boscombe near Bournemouth. And where on earth else have we been? Bristol. Bristol. And the audiences have been wonderful. We have all three bands have played to the, really the top of their game. Okay. And uh, people go away with smiles on their faces. Uh, none of the band members, as far as I'm aware, have fallen out. I did hear that maybe Bentley Rhythm Ace lost a guitar stand, which surprised me because none of them play guitar, as I've seen. Right. Um, uh, what else can I tell you then? We've, uh, we've come back for a couple of days off to do the laundry. I've been resting my ears from the volume that we play at and listening to a nice bit of Jackson Brown and Doobie Brothers this afternoon. Oh, that's nice. Uh, and then, as I said earlier, we, we go back out on the road Wednesday up to Manchester, Thursday London, and then Birmingham Friday. Which that's, is, I'm sure, the sort of information that's, um, that the listeners have tuned in for, not to hear your petty grievances have whatever free stuff me and my friends give you don't match your expectations. I have had one free thing off you, and that was ticket for a gig in Solihull. Which, by the... Uh, even if I say this, you're going to say that I'm complaining, I'm not. It was 20... What was it, 25 minutes that you played? Yeah, again... I do exactly what promoters ask us, you know. But that's, that's not a complaint, I'm just saying, so it's not like I've... Oh, hang on, so now you didn't get your money, so what was it, your bus fare? <laughs> it's not... Right, I'm not saying like, oh, Miles should give me his house, but it's like, I'm, I'm, not, gonna, I'm not complaining or gloating about them tickets. Right. And I offered to pay for them. You, give, give me a PayPal, I'll, I'll send you the money no, for No, again, this, this is just you setting me up in some way how petty I am that I would take a few pound off you. <laughs> no, I'm for, I, I insist, actually. 
I actually, if it's, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to encourage your listeners to all pay by you some money today. NCDL, my favourite charity. What is that? What one? Dogs. Dogs. Give it to any dog charity. Any dog charity? Yeah. Right, well, I'll do that then. How much were the tickets? Not do you like remember? hunting dogs, though. No, Although I'm not you, sure. you said any dog charity. But, like, you know, nice dogs, homeless dogs, straight. So I've got, I've got to go out and vet the dogs myself dogs. first. Dogs yeah. Trust. What Dogs Trust do? NCDL, Dogs Trust, yeah. Are they the same thing? I think they just changed the artwork, didn't they, in the name? How much would the ticket... Well, how much I don't know. How much am I giving the dogs? 50 quid. How much do I think you should give the Dogs Trust? <laughs> no, well, no, no, I'm not asking that question. I'm not asking how much do you think I should give you, the Dogs Trust. You've either got <laughs> memories... Cause you, Go on, it, what? Or you had us on some sort of stopwatch, but you said <laughs> we played only for 25 minutes at Soli Hall, so why don't you give us a pound a minute? A pound a minute? 25 quid. quid to the Dogs Trust. Can I do a pound a song? Uh, can you remember exactly? Of course you can. You probably wrote it down in your petty book of grievances to it's bring not... up with me at, at, <laughs> a, at, a, at a juncture like this. Did you know we got on... I thought we got on well last time. Well, you know, I'm on tour, this is what happens. Have you turned into Miles Hunt the Monster again? Is this, is this when it always kicks off? We have good days, we have bad days. I am but human. <laughs> and is it a bad day? Are you having a bad day today? It, it was until you lot delayed I me. didn't do it! It wasn't me! Well, you're the person I've got on the phone, so you're my point of contact. But do you... Re- you're the person I'm blaming. Given, given what you know about my, um... I don't know anything about I- you. Increasingly diminishing fandom... Right, for yourself and the Wonder Stuff. Yeah. Right, given that we have collaborated this year, and don't contest that, just pretend that we have. We have collaborated, and your music was on the podcast, and you very graciously allowed Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, was, yeah. All, that was also free. That was also free. You, get, you, you gave that for free as well, so that's another freebie I've had off you. Yeah. Right, have a complaint so about you're that. You're not thinking the three free things that I have graciously... Gonna find my, granted you, know you this year. I'm going to find my phone yeah. and I'm going to find a message. I am the man that puts punk in punctuality, <laughs> right? This, this is known about me. I've yeah. never been late for anything. Same. Like, well, same. Well, today, sir, I'm going to take you up on that. But I've no, that's what I'm saying. I can only go on what's in front of me here. radio to see what time you were going to phone. <laughs> right. Breaker, breaker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, what I'm going to do, right? You keep it on your Twitter this afternoon, right? I'm going to DM you, unless you block me. I'm right. going to send you what was sent to me on email right. about you, right? Right. And I'm going to send you a screen grab of the screen that's in front of me right now telling me when you're on. Right. So what you've done you see, here is you've shot the messenger. But you see, I won't be interested in any of those things by the time we get off the phone, because the moment will have passed. Right. So sa- save yourself the trouble. So I've got to just deal with your flash moment. Yeah. Right, are you, are you calming well, now? Well, come on, ask me something that people might want to know. The answer to. Right, okay. Here's, here's some things I'm going to pay you compliments on, if you'd be willing to take them. I didn't ask you to blow smoke up my arse. I'm, I'm asking not, you to entertain I'm your not, audience. I'm not going to do that. Via not, the use of a guest. I'm not, I'm not going to blow smoke up your arse. Right. I'm just going to tell you some recent things that I was impressed with you on. Okay? Go on. Now that we've done the negatives, we'll do the positives. Go on. Right, number one. You did uh, five articles recently online. Yeah. Which I thought were very, very good. For God is in the TV dot net. Yes. Yeah. And they were about the last... Oh, do, is it do, yeah, go on. They were about the last five Wonderstuff albums. Yeah, it was a really... Um, it was a nice line of questioning for, on their part. Yeah. Rather than just go, what was it like hanging out with Vic Reeves 
uh, and was Kirsty McCall a nice person? Let me just cross. Is, you know, my usual one. This was cross out uh, two questions. Can we just talk about the last five, four, four or five albums? Now, um, I, I so, honestly think yeah, though, I just sat down and wrote some quite a long essay, and then they were really good as well. But also, I found stuff out that I didn't know as well. I found out about you know, sort of like little sort of fallouts and things, and I found out how things were going behind the scenes, which I actually mm-hmm. asked you about last time we spoke. Yeah, and obviously, as a fan, I find that interesting as well because. As fans of anything, anywhere, you're not always... Well, you're often not up to speed with what's really going on. Yeah. So I think it was quite nice to read. Good. It, like, yeah, like, I, like what one, one, I mean, only one person in that row's opinion, but what, you know, and you were very diplomatic, really. Although I could feel I could feel you slipping well, every now and again. Diplomatic in, in which row? I have many. <laughs> I know. It's about Malk. It was basically about Malk, mainly. That stuff about Malk and about when, oh, okay. when Malk left the Wonder stuff. Well, it, I just said, you know, that my whole... I mean, it's... Um, it's, it, I'm writing my second book of diaries now, which deals with 90 to 94, which is, which of course, if the first book of diaries was, you know, enjoying the rise of the band's um, sort of commercial success, then from 90 to 94, it's the other side of the yeah, hill, yeah, yeah. you know. And, uh, and it's a similar thing that I'm griping about um, in, in, in that book, which is Malk's um, seeming lack of input creatively. Right. Um, and as we were all paid... Equally on absolutely everything we did. If we sold a T-shirt, we all got a share in it. If we sold a record, if we did a gig, we all got an absolutely equal share. And where the one stuff starts to fall apart is uh, basically learning that democracy doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and if whenever I meet young bands, got any advice? Yeah, don't think that democracy works. In a bad don't, situation, don't pay right? everyone equally. Pay them for what they do. If you pay them for what they do and they're not happy, they might try harder to make a bit more money. Okay. And you know that's that's been my big life lesson. But they, you know, with the situation with Malk is, uh, I'm telling the truth as I as I understand and remember it. Yeah, you know, yeah, I, yeah. I felt like I got let, hef, left high and dry creatively by him, which okay. wasn't why I worked with him in the first place. So I worked with him in the first place because he was just a, a, probably not technically brilliant guitarist. But a really strange guitarist that came up with strange things that I, you know, I would never have um, come up with myself. You know, he's far superior player to me. And so when he decided to just not put in as much effort as was required, yeah. then, yeah, I got annoyed about it. And I wrote about it in the God is in the TV piece, and I'm, I'm writing about it in the new book. Are you... I, I will always be annoyed by it. Okay, but are you? Is that is that actually that's none of my business? But is, but is is that relationship beyond sort of repair? Oh God, yeah. That's is gone. it really? Because yeah. that was the thing I didn't know. We sort of as fans, you knew when you know we jilted and all that sort of thing that, that there'd been a fallout because it was very public. Yeah. But with Malk, it, it seemed like he just sort of just left. That that was you know that he, he was that he'd finished with the Wonder stuff. You know, his time had come to an end with the Wonder stuff. So it wasn't. I well, don't, yeah, I mean, I, I don't recall exactly it being obvious. Was, but he, he just took about 25 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I don't recall it being obvious he'd fallen out. In his, in his behaviour, it was like, yeah, this guy doesn't really want to be in a band, does he? Just okay. by his work rate. And then about 25 years after that sort of became his character. Like, uh, well, it was a huge row and uh, I, I, I definitely spoke out of turn. Right. Um, but, you know, I, I got across what I'd needed to say for a long, long time. And, and the result is we, sh- we shan't ever work together again now. I think that's sad. I get it, but I get it. 
I, I don't understand, but, you know... It's just a great relief to me, because I carried it, yeah. someone for far too long, and now okay. I've got people around me that actually want to do the job. Like, do you want to be the guitarist in the Wonder Stuff? Yeah, that'd be great, Milo. Okay, put the guitar and play the fucking thing. Okay. That's exactly what Dan Donnelly does. Yeah, do you yeah, want to yeah. help me write songs for the Wonder Stuff, Dan? Yeah, okay, put the guitar on and come up with some ideas, and that's exactly what he does. Right. You know, and, and to me, if, you, if you're saying to someone, are we in a band together, or are we running, <clears throat> you know, a mechanics garage together and we'll be paid equally, or we're running a plumbing business or a street cleaning business. When you've got one guy just standing behind you doing nothing but on the same amount of money as you, it gets really tiresome. I get that, but you were pals though, right? There was a time when you were pals. No. Really? No, we were, we, we were in a band together and we knew each other. Okay. I don't think any of the ones... I think Martin and Rob, sadly, both no longer with us. I, I always felt like they really genuinely liked each other. Martin um, and Rob. Jilty and Rob. Jilksy and Rob, yeah. 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 Uh, but I, I never felt part of that. Oh. It's all right. No. It's not like... <laughs> I'm not phoning you up for therapy. No. It's just, you know, that, that's the reality of the situation. But, you know, yeah, you start a band with, your, with a few mates, and after probably six months to a year, everybody kind of... I've got, actually got friends in America that, like, have got actual 14-month limits. Right. If this band hasn't achieved something in, four, in 14 months you knock it on the head, no matter how positive or optimistic you are about what could happen. 14 months is the limit for some people. Okay. That is probably sensible. Uh, if you're doing it to try and make a living, you know, if you've given, like we all did, we gave up our jobs, you yeah, know, yeah, or we yeah. gave up any hope of ever being employable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, which is where I find myself <laughs> at in my 50s. <laughs> and uh, and I, I think after a certain period of time, you you can't be going round to each other's houses, mates. You can't right. be going meeting down the pub, mates. After a couple of year or a couple of years, because you spend all your working things. You know, it is your job. It's a fantastic job, uh, and it's a frustrating job because you can't turn creativity on and off. Um, do, and do you want? Do you want? Uh, this is. Do you want me to be your best friend? No. No, I don't. Just, I mean, again, don't. I don't want you to ruin something potentially brilliant for yourself, if, like impulsively. So, you can take a moment to just like think about it if you want. No, I. That you know, I, I, I was going to say then that's very kind of you, but I don't. I think it's really creepy. <laughs> no, but do, do you not think? <laughs> I think. I think. Did you actually say best mate? Best friend. Yeah, best friend. Again, this goes back to my. Suspicion that you mentally haven't really achieved much since you were thirteen. Right, but if I, do you know what I mean? Like all all of the current members of the Wonder Stuff think really, really highly of each other. Yeah. But at no point have any one of us taken the other aside and said, "Can I be your best mate?" No, I didn't, I didn't say that. I because adults don't do that. No, Miles, I didn't say that. I didn't say, "Can I be your best friend?" I oh, said, "Would you like?" Me I to said, be? "Do you want but me again, to be?" But again, now your... that's moving into passive aggressive, and that really winds me up. No, but I didn't say, "Do you want me to be?" Or said else. The same thing. But you're putting it on me. No, right. Listen. Whereas I didn't say it. You said it. No, right. What I'm saying, right, is that I think I think we, I think we. Do you know what? I think we've done really well today on this. Okay. Because given the false start we had, I think we've done really well in getting it back on track. And you know, fault faults on both sides in different ways. Like you weren't late at all. We were late. No, I never but, am. But I didn't know that we were late, so it wasn't my fault. However, I've still apologised, even though it wasn't my fault. You came on like like old Miles. You came See, on, you that, came on again, bossy you, Miles. You, I'm spotting this passive passive aggressive thing in your nature as well as 
imbecilically sort of <laughs> juvenile, <laughs> juvenile no, like, passive aggressive things starting to rub off like rub me up the wrong way like, so can we get off the phone I'm not being no I'm not being get, get off the phone no, that, so I will apologise even though I don't think I should no it's not really an apology is it no no I didn't say that no, again go with you first no who's the person that's rephrasing here you're rephrasing it all I didn't say that I shouldn't I said I'll apologise but it wasn't my fault but I still apologise that's what I said yeah but that's weird apologising for something that's not your fault you, right. you need to get out of that habit people start to think you're stranger than they already do but I can't go, but when you ring up and you're cross, I can't just go, oh, fine, fuck off then. Like, because, you know, because I like your stuff and that, and I don't want We discussed this last time we spoke. I don't want to fall out with you and then have to chuck all my albums away. <laughs> and I don't mean that in a selfish way, but I don't want to... That's what people do. I don't want to... I I, do you know what? I once saw... Would um, you chuck them away? Would you take them to a charity shop or would you take them to a second-hand record emporium? I'd, I'd smash them. <laughs> Sm- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'd smash them in the garden. Really, smash them. I'd do it in the garden with my bare hands. Wow. I'd, put, I'd, I'd nail them to trees and just punch them. That's brilliant. I, I like that image. No, that's what I would do if we if we properly fell out, right? Would you have your shirt off? Go on, then. Okay. Um, right, but I once went to a concert of what they call There Might Be Giants. I saw There Might Be Giants, right, at the Festival Great. Hall in London, right? Now, I'm a sort of person, and I've, I've actually spoke to you about this before, that I struggle in a crowd, really, at a gig. I, I struggle okay. when, you know, there's a throng and that, so I like to be set apart a little bit. That's why I yeah. appreciated so much when you did them tickets uh, for the Solihull thing, because we were in a little pen, and that was actually quite safe there. I had no idea about, like, that, about that pen, and I don't agree with them. Okay, well, I understand that, but what I'll say to you is both myself and my missus, and my missus is Asperger's, and she really struggles with crowds. Right. So it, we were grateful, even though you're saying you didn't do it on purpose, but we're grateful that we were in that area, because it means that we can enjoy the wonder stuff in the same way that somebody else would who doesn't mind being in a crowd. Right. Okay? So I once went to see They Might Be Giants at the Festival Hall, and I like to go to the Festival Hall. I've seen Randy Newman there a few times as well, because I right. like to sit down, and I like to just watch, watch it as a show. Now, I appreciate from the stage that's sometimes a bit... No, no, I, I'm very much um, uh, <coughs> of the idea that if I go to gigs now, I want to sit down. Okay, well They've then... They've taken everything else away from me. I used to like to smoke while I listen to music, because I smoke when I'm concentrating. Yeah, yeah, I understand that. I get that. Uh, yeah, carry on with your telling the story. But, the, but They Might Be Giants, halfway through the show, said got angry with them all being sat down and said, come on, everybody stand up and that. And everybody got up and like, ran to the front. And they ran right in front of, by the way, the disabled pen. So they were just stood up in front of people with wheelchairs who now could, could see for call. And I went, I sat down and sulked for the whole show on my birthday. And I went home and got rid of all their stuff. I threw all the CDs away and deleted all the MP3s. You're cut, you've, you've cut it out. You cut out. I, I missed all of that. I basically exercised They Might Be Giants from my life. And I, okay. really, and I really liked them. And did you did you tell any member of They Might Be Giants that you've done this? <laughs> they didn't reply to my letters. <laughs> <laughs> how, how many have you sent at this point? All right, I'm the first to admit, prob- probably too many. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So it started off as a quite an interesting story, and then it's just said far too much about you just, than just, you should have shared on, it, you know... It landed just the right side of harassment. <laughs> right. Okay, well, right. I'm glad you, you used that word and didn't leave it to me. But I'm not saying, Miles, that... I, what I'm saying is I don't want to do that with the Wonder Stuff because I really like the Wonder Stuff. Yeah. And I like your solo stuff very, very much, and I like the stuff that you do with Erica very, very much as well. But you see, if you did now decide to take umbrage with me, yeah. because I've been a little 
strong a little with you. A little miles you've been. You've been a little yeah, miles okay. hunt. I may have raised my voice and used a couple of expletives because, I, as, as you rightly pointed out, You're I was a little frustrated as we yep. began this. Yeah, that's fine. Um, <clears throat> now, wouldn't that be somewhat churlish on your part, given what everybody thinks I'm like anyway, which I'm more than happy... And I've Here, always been well, more than happy for everyone to think I'm an asshole. Right, here's the thing, right? Because I, it, it, when we had, you know, the commercial success in the early I 90s, you. I didn't want to be talking to complete strangers all the yep. time about I my band. You. I have other subjects on which I can speak. Yep. And it just gets really, really boring if you're constantly speaking to people that you don't know about the same subject. So I was really happy that our fans thought I was an asshole and yep. stayed away from me. Yeah. And uh, you know that that was all well and good. But what what I don't want you to do, Miles, and but you're allowed to. You can do whatever you want. But what I don't want you to do is think that being like is, is be a caricature of that. I want you to be. If you're genuinely angry, be angry. That's fine. But I don't want you to to do that because you think that it makes you um, look, big and clever. Yeah, look tough. No, I I was genuinely annoyed. Yeah, no, I no, I heard that. I absolutely heard that. But bear in mind as well. Even though I've apologised, it wasn't my fault, and I won't. Um, I won't. I'd, I'd, I'd imagine your listeners are as sick and tired as I am of hearing you say that. I know exactly what I know exactly what my listeners want me to do now. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly where they want me to take it, but I've got to balance up. Right. I've, I've invested a lot in your man over the years. I've got okay. to balance up if it's worth it or not. You know, do you remember? Uh, I, I don't know whether he, he listens, but um, you know the music. Is he the music writer for the Guardian, Simon Price? Okay. Well, Simon once gave the Wonder Stuff an absolute kicking in the Melody Maker. Yeah. And he added up how much money he'd, over the years, spent on the Wonder Stuff. I think he might be a year or two younger than me or something. Okay. So when we first started, he, like, he bought Unbearable, maybe bought Eight Legged Machine, maybe bought a ticket, maybe bought a T-shirt at the gig he went to. So it was about, you know, 30, 40 quid, I think, he added up that he'd spent. And this was part of his review okay. for the Greatest Hits album that um, Polydor put out when we broke up in 94. Yeah, yeah. So, so he said, you know, this album is so bad and they, they've, they've turned into a band that, you know, I loved as a teenager, but as they've developed and made records with comedians and he's telling me I'm fat and whatever, but he just says, you know, I feel like I've been robbed of my £36.70 or whatever it was. Okay. So I just sent him a cheque. <laughs> Oh, and, shit, and really? Genuinely, like, that's, that's fine. But, you know, if you want to say these things, if you feel you're genuinely robbed, here's a cheque for So I sent it to the Melody Maker and made it out to Simon Price. And it, it, it was just a genuinely, like, we'll have your money back, and that's, that's fine if you're that annoyed. But, uh, and then, of course, they scanned the picture of the cheque yeah. and put it in the next week's issue, which I thought that was kind of... I thought that was just a bit wanky. Okay. Because I didn't do it for attention. It was like a thing between me and him. It's like, sorry, mate, I don't care whether you like my band or not, but I don't want anyone going around tell, telling people that I've personally ripped them off. Right. Well, so I have your money back. I don't feel that, personally. Good. I'm not, I'm not saying... It's an emotional investment for me, Miles. It's not a financial investment. And I think, because we've now had this, we've, had, we've essentially had our first row. Yeah, I suppose that's, so, that's exactly what this has yeah, been. Yeah, I mean like slightly but borderline abusive on both sides mm. mind games emotional blackmail has been going on fair uh, bit well the only bit that started to trouble me a little bit was when we were getting into um, 
passive aggressiveness. I, I, de- I definitely wasn't. Oh, if it came across that way, it wasn't intentional. Okay. We, well, just keep that in check, though, because you shouldn't do that to people. It's, a, it's one of the cruelest things. No, I try not to, but I wasn't, I didn't, I wasn't doing it intentionally. Okay. So, so if it came across that way, though, I once again apologise. I just think that probably now, after that, because I, I feel a relief now. I'm, I'm a bit more relieved. Good. So I reckon that probably, probably our best mates now. No. You know, because, like, when I get off the phone, right. this last, like, 40 minutes will just be a history I will never think about again. Shall I bring a sign when I come to Birmingham? What sign? Just, like, just showing you where I am. <laughs> <laughs> yes, do. Should I do that? Or, or like, um, a clutch of balloons. Helium ones that, you know, are above you, so you're the only person walking around the gig. <laughs> with say between anywhere between eight and sixteen helium blue. I've, I've already told you that my missus is Asperger's. I don't, your, I, I don't want to all, I don't want my missus to also turn up as somebody with Asperger's with a load of balloons as well. Okay, so two of you. Yeah. All right. But it's all right. We don't. We don't have to talk. If, if, we, if, we, yeah, we if that's what. If these are things you have to, you know, consider to support each other. I'll get there early. Okay. I'll get there really early, and I'll maybe just come and like um, I'll just come and lean on the side of the stage. Okay. Just if you're knocking about, who shall who shall I speak to to say that I know you? To say that we're mates. Uh, well, it, do, it doesn't really matter because I'll just deny it. <laughs> I could I could say that I'm your brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't because my brother will be there, and he would be very happy that he was being represented as a person with too many balloons. <laughs> All right then. Well, good luck. Good luck with the shows. Okay. Particularly the one in Birmingham. Good luck with that. Given what, <laughs> given, given what, what you're gonna have to deal with. Right. To see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm sorry, man, that you kept waiting. But honestly, I was honestly told after eight. I would have rather had John earlier because I like talking to you. Right. But not when you shout your little Miles Hunt. Nothing little about me now. Now he's passive aggressive. No, he's that, that, that was passive aggressive. It certainly wasn't sexual. <laughs> And it was more of a, you know, I'm a fat bloke in his 50s. I thought you looked quite slim in the pitch, though, sending you to a date recently. I'll breathe in. You, you did have your arms in the air as well. I'll breathe I, in I... and insist that every other member of the band puffs their cheeks out. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, thanks for talking to us. Again, apologies, but I'm, I'm, we're all good. I'm a best friends for... BFLs, best friends for life now. <laughs> <laughs> Take care, Miles. See you later. Sure, man. Bye. Bye. That's Miles Hunt. We've got to go. We've got two minutes to go left. See you next. If you enjoyed this podcast, please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes.